Welcome to the third episode of OTB Podcast. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Great, good, good. Great. I'm excited for this episode. Great. Now all of us can hear each other now. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Um, I just want to say thank you guys for all the support we're having with these podcasts. Um, it takes a lot of effort, time, and, you know, just a lot of energy in general to make these. And your support really helps us motivate us to make more yeah. um yeah. as long as we have our passion for basketball for sports in general um i don't think this podcast is going anywhere yep. i think i'm i think you guys are stuck with me for the next 30 years talking about <laughs> basketball so yeah guys specifically for that last interview we did we got a lot of support for that so if you guys want to see more let us know in the comments tag your favorite player <laughs> Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, our OTB goal one day is to have an interview with JaVale McGee. So, yeah, um, yeah. my favorite player. That's just, if, if we just get him, I don't mind quitting. The thing That's is, just... we would put JaVale at our number one spot, but he's so OP that we can't even put him on the list. Exactly. Yeah, speaking of number one, <laughs> our thing that we're going to go straight into is top 10 all-time basketball players. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to um, it. Starting off with number one. I think um, we all agree, MJ. Yeah, MJ. MJ. MJ, for sure. Michael Jordan. Six-time champion. No explanation really needed. No explanation. Honestly, the statistics say it all. And, like, yeah. Barely any- One, and number two, I believe we can all agree on is... LeBron. LeBron the King. LeBron yeah, yeah, LeBron. Yeah. LeBron James. So here's what it gets interesting. Let's go person by person. Uh, I, I just want to explain why uh, LeBron James for a second. You know, I think it's, again, self-explanatory, but, like, he's currently 35. He's probably, I think he's the ninth oldest person in the league right now, but still, like, one of the best people in the league right now. Mm-hmm. So, which is, like, just amazing um, the type of person he is. You know, he just, he's not a normal human being. We all know that. Um, now, we all know that Vipple and Raquel both hate LeBron with a passion. Hey, oh, yeah. hey. But, but <laughs> they can't deny his great. We respect him. Yeah, I can't yeah. deny can't his deny success his and that he had. I don't hate him. I don't hate him. Look, look, I respect his game. I just, uh, Vipple, you I hate, hate him, man. It's not one of my favorites. I don't I don't hate him. I just don't like him. No, 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 no. no. I feel like the reason like why him. you hate him is because you're a Dirk fan and, you know, mm-hmm. the Dirk versus Miami LeBron. You know, same reason why I kind of, I guess I don't like him that much because, you know, Celtics, he always gets in the Celtics way, blah, blah, blah. But there's other reasons I have for not liking him, but I still respect his game. Uh, Number three, what do you guys have? Let's go person by person. Raquel, you go first. All right, my number three spot, I have Kareem. Me too, me too. Kareem. Mm -hmm. Same. All right. What do you mean? So, what do you have? Just to summarize, wait, what? No, no. What do you? Keep going. Keep going. All right. So just to summarize his career: six rings, six MVPs, nineteen-time All-Star. Which people people criticized Kareem for saying that he lived, he played during a league that wasn't that good at the time. But I I hate when people say that. Yeah, I don't really. Can we just? I don't really. I just want to say: Can we just respect each other's generations? But Mm -hmm. to uh, continue his summary of his career: five-time NBA Defensive First Team, six-time NBA Defensive Second Team. He was not the average center. Um, he was very agile. Um. He, he was, was famous for his little sky hook that he oh, did. Yeah. That cool. Um and yeah, just to summarize Kareem, he's on top five what is he? He's first place. Uh, yeah, all he time. invented that sky all hook time, by the way. Scoring points. Mm-hmm. Um, like second third place is LeBron, I think. And so uh yeah. And one more thing about Kareem. He has the longest like span of like winning finals MVP. 
like I think like I forget how many years it was, but um, do any of you guys remember how much it was? From his, it's like it's like from his first Finals MVP to his last Finals MVP. Yeah, it's it's a ten years. No, it's more like than a, ten. I think it's more than ten. MVP six hundred. Like, well, yeah, I feel like more people should talk about Kareem. I don't know why people don't talk about him that much. Now here's the thing, right? People say people claim that he played in a weak era. That's because. No one, uh, uh, quite frankly, no one remembers the seventies. But okay, but the thing is, if you look at his game, he was truly ahead of his time. The, no, definitely. This the thing, his this two thing final MVPs came fourteen years apart. I'm sure if Kareem was played actually, in a better league, you would mm-hmm. still put up amazing numbers, amazing stats. No, that, that's the thing, though. That's the thing, though. Finals, everything. He didn't play in a bad league. People talk about the ABA and NBA merger, how he won before oh, yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: when they both merge, his st- his statistics, his stats still remain. Dominant. Yeah. He was still the yeah. most dominant player in the '70s. No one could touch his stats or his. Yeah, they literally made an article yeah. saying like, "Can basketball survive <laughs> Lou Alcindor?" Lou Alcindor, because yeah. he was too OP. They literally had to ban dunking in college. Yeah, he was the best college <laughs> basketball player we've fair. ever seen. Crazy. But even keeping it in NBA terms, this man was so dominant throughout the '70s that like no one recognized any other player. He was the face yeah. of the league. But the fact of the matter was, he was not a charismatic person or like uh, a huge, large mm-hmm. figure. Not like Magic. Basketball type figure. Not like Magic. That's why no one remembers him or the '70s because, quite frankly, the '70s just wasn't memorable. But that does. But you can't deny the fact that he had to face insane competition. Like, for example. Oh, for sure. John Havlicek and uh, the Celtics. Hey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <he had> to... <laughs> Wes Unseld and the Wizards. Appreciate the setup. No problem, bro. <laughs> uh, the Sonics, the Nuggets, David Thompson and the Nuggets. Wilt, Wilt uh, too, right? George Gervin, Wilt, Wilt and Jerry West, exactly. Yeah. He he had to go through a lot. To and even uh, Bird and the Celtics were like came through the end of his career. Exactly. And plus, here's the thing: a lot of people say throughout the '80s he got carried, but the fact of the matter is, for two of the five. For two of the five championships, I'm confident in saying that Kareem was the best player on that team. The first championship, Kareem just didn't win out on Finals MVP because of the foot injury. Yeah, right? yeah. If he didn't have that, oh, injury, yeah. and everyone remembers Kareem Magic's game. Would have had the Finals MVP over Magic. Yeah. Everyone remembers you know? Magic's game six. Everyone just remembers, center, yeah. Drop 44, 15, yeah. seven, or something like that. Oh my gosh! But it was oh, it was power forward, by the way, not center. It was center, I'm pretty sure. But. Oh. Either way, either way, Kareem, Kareem was the one who put them in that situation exactly. in the first place. So if he didn't go down with that injury, I'm not saying Magic shouldn't have won Finals MVP. I'm just saying Kareem was the best player on that team, mm-hmm. or or like their fi- or like one of their final championships where Kareem won Finals MVP again, best player on that champ in the finals that year. Mm-hmm. He was he was not carried by Magic. He was he was second place to Magic for sure. Magic was definitely the best player on those teams, but you can't deny. Without Kareem, there is no Showtime. Yeah. And we're not we're not disrespecting Magic when we say that he was he's still a, yeah a, yeah a yeah. Um, because I'm sure I'm sure he'll be on our top. Definitely, he's players. coming soon. He's yeah, coming, yeah, 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 he's coming soon. All right, go he's ahead. Now number. I feel like it moves on four. to number four. Ooh, okay. What, what what order are we doing this? Am I going first? Yeah, sure. Sure. sure go. All right. Secretary. So for my number four, I have a surprising one. I'm not sure if you guys will agree with it or not, but my number four, I have Larry Bird. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Okay, keep going. So okay, we, let's go Mont, then Vipple, then me. Okay, so for my number four, I have Magic Johnson. Ooh, okay. 
speaking of him. Okay. My number four, I put Bill Russell. <laughs> Go ahead, Vikram. My number four, I have Magic Johnson. Yes, oh, sir. Okay. Go, go ahead. So, one of the main criticisms of Larry Bird is that he had a short prime. But if you look at his other seasons, he still put up great numbers. I don't understand this criticism of him. Indeed, but, that's very dominant. I can't but just to that. talk about his game, just talk about his game. You know, he obviously had a rivalry with Magic, you know, blah, blah, blah. But he also had a high basketball IQ. He, he was a great scorer, you know, very elusive. And, uh, yeah, he was like... Like, I feel like I don't really have to explain about Larry Bird. It's pretty good. You I mean, know? you do, because, you know, all of our, all of us. Yeah. Way, so. He almost, he like almost to, averaged 31 I would, you know? I would like to hear your argument on why you would put him over Magic Johnson. When Magic Johnson had a clear advantage in finals victories to Larry yeah. Bird. That's why I gave him the slight edge. Um, uh, we'll, we'll get to that when I talk about Magic. Um, for my thing, I put Bill <laughs> Russell's in now. I see how, um. Look at his stats. He only average his career average was fifteen point one points per game, mm-hmm. right? But I feel like when you rank a player, right, you gotta look at the success they had. Exactly. Yeah. Five times MVP, mm-hmm. eleven time All NBA All Star, eleven time champion. That's yeah. the biggest thing. You know, he is the face. Also, okay, if you think about it, if you think about it, I think Bill Russell is the face of the Celtics organization, right? He just played. He just happened to play in the yeah. '60s, the organization where they had, where they didn't have that much. I players. think again, see, look, you're just looking at the generation, right? Yeah, but true. you know, you got to you got to think about how these players were trained in the '60s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, else. again, like if you do, you think Curry is one of the top twenty NBA players of all time? Community. Yeah, yeah, I do yeah. believe. Yeah. Do you think Curry would have survived in MJ's era? Um, no. Not really. How they not played, really. the rules that they had. Do you think he would have been at least top 30 in the league? I, I think he, I, I mean, get players like Petrovic and people like that, I think Curry would have been like top 15, but I don't think he would have been what he would be now. Yeah, of course. So if you think about it like that, then Bill Russell could be... He was be, truly ahead of his time. Yeah, Bill Russell was extremely ahead of his time. Yeah. And like... With the success he had, with the face that he gave to the Celtics organization, he kind of like built that. He built the Celtics in making it one of the top teams in the world right now, or in the NBA in general. Oh, right? So I can't deny this: the Celtics are some of the greatest franchises in sports history. I mean, Bill Russell is part of the reason why we're even. And Bill Russell is that is true. The Lakers, so, Bill Russell yeah. is the biggest reason why the Celtics always got a. You can't have a top 10 without Bill Russell. He's the biggest reason why Celtics fans flex their <laughs> wins in general, right? He's the reason why Celtics fans are Celtics fans of what they are today. Yeah. We love, and we love Bill Russell, dude. With the big impact that Bill Russell I had, I think that. he's top four. I mean, oh, yeah. four. I respect you guys. Okay, let's move on to number five then. Rikil, who do you have? Wait, 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 Vikram, we have never explained. That's true, magic. that's true. Lamont, I, I feel like you should explain. Me, oh, yeah. Let me go ahead and so really, number four came down to Larry Bird or Magic Johnson, right? I'll explain later why I left out the others. But Magic Johnson, to me, people when people rank Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, you know, the argument people usually use for Larry being over Magic was Magic had more help. But you got to understand. He had career. Like, like I said when explaining uh, Kareem's dominance, Magic was still the best player on that Lakers team. Exactly. Right? Without Kareem, there's not no time. But without Magic... There's no show. Yeah, you can't have one without the other. Magic was the orchestrator of Showtime. Like, 
the Lakers were so dominant just because even though he didn't put up that many points or things like that. He didn't need to. Like he didn't need to. He's just that impactful on the offensive end with his amazing passing and amazing teammate. Amazing teammate. Great, incredible leader. And to me, the 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 whole help argument, I feel like I feel like uh Magic definitely did have more help, but um the 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 difference between their help, like Larry Bird had Kevin McHale and Robert Perry, right? Mm-hmm. Both are incredible players. Amazing players, yeah. Magic had uh, James Worthy and Kareem, right? Mm-hmm. Also great players. Clearly, Kareem is better than um, Larry. Larry's help, right? But For I don't sure. think I don't think it's that massive of a discrepancy that you would just flout out put Larry, say that Larry had uh, no help compared to Magic. Both of them had a lot of help, actually. Magic just happened to win a lot more with slightly more help. That's why I have magical. Vision. I feel like I also feel That's like Magic never had HIV. Like, like right when he got his diagnosis, he was like, I think at his peak or like near his peak or something like that. Uh-huh. If he never, if he never got Ooh, that he diagnosis like, or yeah. just never had HIV, I feel like he'd be like, like you also, he'd be higher on this list. You also can't forget the the ninety the ninety one. Yeah, yeah. How they didn't have Kareem yet they still mm-hmm. made the finals. Yeah. Well, so, who was the reason uh, behind that? Was Magic? You know. Uh, what what is he a five-time yeah, NBA yeah. champion, three-time Finals MVP, mm-hmm. three-time MVP, MVP, normal MVP, yeah, yeah, amazing, yeah. insane career career accomplishments, and there's a, and even the context behind that, all of that points to Magic being a dominant dominant player in his era, probably the best, mm-hmm. probably the best in his era, yeah. And number five, go ahead. Rick. That's why. That's why I put magic. You know the reason right. you gave. So At my thing. number five spots, I have Kobe Bryant. Ooh, <laughs> what? Mm, the mama. Okay. okay. Mom. Uh, me number five. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, I like I said, Magic and Larry. They're, they're so close in talent and accomplishments that they have to be there. I like they have to be together going. in my list. Yeah. So Larry is my number five. Larry Bird is my number okay. five. The full? I put Magic Johnson. Um, same reasons that you guys said um, before about, again, the famous carry by Magic Johnson when <laughs> Kareem was out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. he's a great player. Um, kind of led this Lakers organization. To be what it what is about today. you? Well, just like you, Hamant, I got Larry Bird at number five. One, the most, I think Larry he's Bird. the most clutch right. player the NBA has ever seen. For sure. Larry Bird, you know what? I'll have to agree with that. Uh, Larry Bird is the most clutch player the NBA has ever seen. You gotta have Larry Bird yeah. at your top five, for sure, without a doubt. What were killed? Why don't you explain your reasoning? All right, so uh, I mean, Kobe—that's pretty self-explanatory for Kobe. I, I feel like a lot of people put him at number three. That's a little too high for me, though. Um, to summarize Kobe's career: five rings, three-time MVP, two-time Finals MVP. Wait, 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 wait. Three-time MVP? Three-time. He's one-time MVP, Kobe, buddy. Kobe was a one-time. Yeah, MVP. he's a one-time. It might be a typo, but two-time <laughs> Finals MVP. I think that's what I meant. Two-time Final MVP. That might have been a typo. Um, I just put him high because of his his, his skill, his mentality, um, his legacy, um, that run he had with Shaq where they repeated. Um, you know, I, I, you can't disrespect the greatness of Kobe Bryant. 
Yeah, yeah. Yes, Kobe was not carried by Shaq. That is. It's the other way around. Who say that? It's the other way around. Yeah. It's the other way around. That was. Shaq so, was uh, the best player on that team, but. But you don't have that team without Kobe. You don't have that team without Kobe. Kobe was just as dominant, even though Shaq was the best player. But still, you know. Uh, what about you? Before, oh yeah, you already explained it, right? Mm-hmm. The reason behind that. Sure. So, here's my reasoning behind Bird, right? Like Griffin said, Bird, I think, is the most clutch player in NBA history. Uh, and yeah, he, he did accomplish a lot. He accomplished almost as much as Magic with um, just, just slightly less help, I think. And he did have a short... His dominance was short, but the short window that he was dominant was just like insane. Uh, oh, since, for sure. Since Bill Russell and Will Chamberlain, he was the only player to win three straight MVPs, right? No one has done that since Bird. And uh, people disrespect his defense a lot, but that's facts. That's, that's just yeah. not true. Like, yeah, it's not. Funny. Larry Bird was Larry Bird put so much effort on the defensive end, he, and he. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, he's such. He was such like a smart defender. He yeah. might not have been physically that imposing, or you know, had the quickness or things like that, but he, his IQ was yeah. off the charts when it came to the defensive and offensive end. Yeah. And that's what made him a great defender. If you that's look at a tape, he sees plays happening before they happen. Before they happen, exactly. Like, you got to think about his all-time clutch plays. It, one of them is defensive. Steal by oh, Bird. Yeah. Can't forget that. I, Stole the uh, inbound pass. Don't, I don't have any of that. Uh-huh. I had yeah. a lot of fun looking at Larry Bird's tapes. It was really nice. That was against the Pistons. And that, that is my reasoning. <laughs> he, him, and Magic, most dominant players For of sure. the '80s, and I like their accomplishments were just mm-hmm. so insane that I had to even dates back to I college, had to put man. Side by side, Michigan State five. versus yeah, Indiana. Yeah, even dates back. To exactly. Oh yeah. And so, what about you, Vikram? Your reasonings behind? Like I said, most clutch player the NBA has ever seen. I, I, even though it like pains me to think of when he stole that ball from Isaiah Thomas in the inbound pass, I can't <laughs> deny just how like clutch he was. His accomplishments, like you said, um, a little bit above him is just the longevity. I feel like if it, it's Bird can't really control that. Like it sucks that he got injured, but like just I still have to factor make that factor when I think about who's better. Like, and I just feel Magic had a, just the slight edge in that department. So. Okay. I have to agree. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to number six. So, All right, Kill, who do you have? Number six. All right. My number six. The legend, the one and only, Bill Russell. Okay. okay. Hold on, Kill. I already got, I already got <laughs> wrong with your list, buddy. Where's Facts. Magic? Where's Magic? Uh, I'll, tell, I'll tell you where Magic is. It's been, been a long time since I've seen Magic. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. All right. So, next person. Next person. Uh, a little controversial, but I got my explanation. I got so here's the thing for me: number six and number seven, they're interchangeable, right? Okay. You can put six, you can put my seven over my six, and I wouldn't argue with you. Okay. But I believe that my number six has a slight advantage, and I'll get to that later. But uh, my number six is Tim. My number six okay. is Tim Duncan. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right, my number six, I have Bill Russell, a Celtics legend. Kind of self-explanatory, <laughs> but yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Vikram. Yours? 
I have Wilt Chamberlain at number six, actually. Okay. Mm, that's actually that's a really good one, actually. I put Larry Bird. Okay. Larry Bird. Okay. okay. And Hamon. Uh, like I said earlier, uh, Tim Duncan. Okay. <laughs> you know, should I tell you something? Jason's gonna love you for that. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably this is probably the most controversial one, and I'll explain later why. I'll is explain it? why I have Tim Duncan so high. Around six to ten is where people start wavering a little bit. But yeah. To explain my Bill Russell pick, eleven rings, Celtics legend. Um, he was around back when they didn't even record. Uh, they didn't even record that that many defensive stats, but he was amazing on defense. Blocks and steals. If you look at the tape, he was amazing on defense. He'd probably be to... number one in blocks all time if they did record blocks. Yeah. He was able to. He was able to drive to the basket. He was a great rebounder. Uh, a little fun fact I have is that in 1965 postseason, he averaged 27.7 rebounds. 27.7 rebounds. That's insane. How do you, like? I don't understand how that's possible. But that is insane. That's not even the greatest thing about him. The greatest thing, hands down, is 11 11 rings. You know, I, I, you know, he's just a legend. He's just a legend. Agreed. You know, mm-hmm. I have him a little lower, but I can respect that argument. Uh, so you guys want to hear the Tim Duncan one, or maybe we should save the best for last. <laughs> I think uh, the, be- the best for last will be Wilt. Uh, uh, I think Hamant will have a better explanation. So, Vipo, why don't you go? Tell us why you have Bird here. Well, again, like you guys said, no explanation. He's way ahead of his time. Um, no, I feel like the only reason why I put him at six was because Bill Russell got in my way as number three. But you, but you agree with me, right? Like Bird and Magic are kind of—they have to be together. Yeah, yeah, they have to. Yeah, I don't mind them getting switched around because you know but, both of them were dominant people. But they have times. to. But they have to be like one the, after another. Like one after another. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, for them. sure, for sure. That's why I put um, Magic Johnson as. Um, Take notes, Raquel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Raquel. I'm still waiting on Magic, bro. I'm. Right. I don't know where your Magic. I'm. Yeah. Yeah, Rakil, what happened with He's okay. coming. He's coming. Uh, I have an explanation. I'm gonna go on you so hard, dude. If if he's not if he's if he's not after um who'd you put as number seven? Uh are we getting to that? I mean number well, six. Well not yet, not yet. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Wait, who'd you put as number six right now? Bill Russell. Okay, if he's not after Bill Russell, then I'm gonna have some like I, I, I have proof that I, <laughs> I, I have proof that I'm not editing my list and I'll tell you guys where I have it. <laughs> I'll show. I'll send you guys a picture right now that where I have magic. No, 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 no don't send it. Don't send it. Don't send it. Don't send it. Keep that surprise. Keep that surprise. Larry Bird, self-explanatory. Why he is up there. Um. So yeah, moving on, Vikram. Okay, so I have Will here. See, look, I was. Yeah, that was like a perfect one. Statistically, let me say what he did. Highest points per game in a season, most points in a season, most rebounds in a season, only center to lead the league in assists, most points in a game, all-time leader in rebounds. He was an MVP in his rookie year. More points per game and rebounds than Bill Russell. Okay, so uh, now I'm going to explain why I have him above Bill Russell. Oh, yeah, also the 50 other... Uh, yeah, the, uh, that, that's just like scratching the surface of what he did. Yeah. It's insane. Hey, don't forget about 100,000. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, if you that's know, probably, you know. That's the best stat out there. If you know, you know. <laughs> um, okay, so you might be wondering why I have him above Bill Russell. Um, yes. Russell had more ta- – like, I feel like Russell just had a bit more talent around him than Will did. Like, Russell played with Bob Cousy, who was an MVP, John Havlicek, and Sam Jones, who was an all-star. And uh, just generally, uh, Bill Russell had better coaches than Will did. 
Wilt finally started to win when he got better coaches, though, in like the late, uh, I think it was the late seventies or the early seventies. Sorry. Can I can I talk about why I don't have Wilt as high? Uh yeah, I have one more thing to say, but you can go okay. ahead. So I the main criticism I have of Wilt is that he he just what like sure okay I just I just don't like it when people look at stats and say oh this is the best player this is this is amazing he's you know he puts up amazing stats you can't Which ignore stats though he did he averaged fifty a se- one season like it's amazing stats but that's you, probably you never gonna have happen to look again. at con- you also have to look at the context of the of the stats mm-hmm. um he you know there's so many rule changes that he forced um he he had like a weird funky looking uh, free throw shooting thing. <laughs> Um, That's true. You know, he couldn't close games that much. In a way, his team was better without him. He wasn't that great of a teammate. He wouldn't pass the ball. He's kind of a ball hog. Will did become uh, better of a teammate towards the end of his career, though, and that's when yeah, he started but, to win his chips. But, like, I don't know. I feel like I value being a good teammate because he was kind of a ball hog and selfish. I guess, ball, yeah. I feel like kind of inflates his stats a little bit. So, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like when when they needed a closer, they wouldn't go to Wilt. You know? Yeah, I can see that. But, Raquel, you mentioned, like, all the rule changes that happened. So I want to talk about, like, who Bill Russell played and, like, how he how he played in that era. So in Bill Russell, his team was almost always the first seed. The Celtics were almost always the first seed whenever they, like, made the playoffs. And in that era, that meant they wouldn't have to play in the first round. They just automatically advanced to the, div- the division finals, which was the second round. So they only had to play two te- They only had to play two rounds up until 1967 when the rules changed. Mm-hmm. That means they had less teams to play against and less games to play, so that their players were better better rested and they probably they didn't have to face as much like competition. Mm. When the NBA, and then when playoff format in 1967 to accommodate more teams, meaning Boston had to play in the first round, they lost to Philly in the second round, led by Wilt. Well, I can use the same argument against Wilt. Um, well, Wilt lived during a time where they had the whole three attempts for two where um, they're trying to get people to uh, have less fouls when games are ending. So they said, okay, if you get fouled and like, then you're going to have three, three chances to hit two free throws. So I guess you can say that Wilt's um, stats are even more inflated because of that. And also mm-hmm. another, another criticism I have mm-hmm. of Wilt is that most of his like ability was just that he used his size to dominate. Oh, excuse the voice crack. Use the size to dominate. <laughs> well, I mean, can you so, can you follow him for that though? Yeah, like, how could you? No, 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 like no, no, taking advantage of an. Ad- I mean, would you not use yeah, that? Like, are you that you're saying like Steph Curry? He's an unprecedented three point shooter. But he's like, you know what? I feel like I'm taking too much advantage with my three point. I'm gonna stop doing that. <laughs> you think he'd do that? No, but like I, I value skill more than you know. Physical. Size, size skill, though, using your size. Helps your skill. Okay, like, but, but, for okay, example, but, but, Taco Fall, he's, like, the biggest... It shouldn't really matter how you do it, as long as you get it done. Yeah. I think that's what should well, matter. I feel like that's one of my well, main Well, like, in a way, James size Harden is, too. I mean, James Harden's considered, like, one of, like, like top five scorers of all time. But I just don't like the way he scores, you know? But he still Cause, gets cause, it done. Because, like, like I said earlier, Wilt lived during a time where they had the whole three-for-two thing. And so his stats are obviously... Although he was a terrible free throw shooter, his stats are slightly inflated because of these things that happened. Of course, during the same period too, so his his stats were inflated just as well. Yes, but he was truly—he had skill. He was truly ahead of his time. He—he was amazing. Deep. You can't say you can't say Will had no skill though. Well, I'm not saying he had no skill. I'm just saying that he even if he didn't, just just how much of a how much of a dominant force he was. You can't deny. Just, I think Rukiel is just trying to say like. 
People rank him too high because of his stats, but yeah, his I, stats somehow. I get what yeah. you're saying. Like, people, you can't you can't I look at stats for the whole picture. Skills in their game rather than stats, because because you know one of the main criticisms of James Harden is that he puts up amazing stats, but then doesn't win championships. You know what I'm saying? That is, and that I is am true. labeled. For those who don't know, I am labeled as the James Harden hater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you mentioned this in the past, like two podcasts. <laughs> every every podcast, I have to hate on James Harden. But Rakil, I get Even though it might not have nothing to do with James yeah. Harden, you gotta bring his, you gotta bring him up, man. Rakil, I do get what you're saying though, because I, I can I can see having Bill Russell above him, but like personally, I wouldn't. But I can see because near the end of uh, his career, um, he had a better coach, and that coach preached like, okay, you got to be less selfish with your offensive game. Yeah. Wilt took yeah. that. Wilt took that to heart. His numbers went down, but his team drastically improved, and that's why he won a championship. So I can see I can see that argument, but I, right. just personally, I'd have him above Russell. Respectable. All right. So, um, my turn. Yeah. Yep. All right. <clears throat> Tim Duncan. Where do we start, man? <laughs> see, there's a lot of there's there's a lot of things about Tim Duncan that just go unnoticed. That's just because of it's kind of like the whole Kareem situation. He was such like a silent player. He wasn't flashy at all. You know, uh, wasn't really, uh, didn't really sign like, I don't know, massive shoe deals, things like, like the that. Box, the box office appeal wasn't that. No, he yeah, wasn't in any drama at all. He wasn't yeah. a box office player. But you know yeah. what he was, Raquel? He was the one thing that you right. preach over stats. He was me... an amazing team player. Let me clear up what happened before before the podcast happened. I I was on it was a miscommunication where I thought Hamant was going to put him in a top five, and I yelled at him for saying no. Do not put him in your top five. I did not know that he was he meant top ten. Okay, so I respect Tim Duncan. I'm just going to say that. Really okay, quick. well, I, I I know I know I know everyone respects Tim Duncan, but um, I just thought you were going to put thing. him in top five, and I was like, no way, that's possible. You cannot put him in the top. Five. Here's the thing: I still feel like people, even though people have that respect. To put him in the top 10, people still underrate him. You know what I'm saying? Like, when people say they put Tim Duncan in the top 10, they're like, oh, I'm, I'm going to put Tim Duncan barely in the top 10, mm-hmm. right? That's just mm-hmm. not true. Tim Duncan, you got to – let's compare him to Kobe Bryant, who you guys I know also have pretty high – must have pretty high in the list, right? And sure. they played in the same era. <clears throat> Both five-time champions, except one has won three finals MVPs to two. One of them is a one-time one. One of them is a one-time MVP. Tim Duncan has two MVPs over one. Uh, Timmy D was also, you know, an all-time top top five defender of all time. I think we can all agree yes, on that. Yeah, uh, for sure, for sure. Probably top three paint defender of all time. We can definitely agree on. He that. leads the league in okay. blocks, like in the playoffs, I think. Like many times. Uh, and and you might think, oh, there could be context behind those Finals MVPs. Well. The ma- the fact of the matter is, yeah, there is context, but all the context supports Tim Duncan's case. I- in 1999, when he was um, the finals, when he was named the Finals MVP, that was not David Robinson's team. Mm-hmm. No matter wh- which way you cut it, that was Tim Duncan's team. He was the best player on the team. David yeah. Robinson was coming back from uh, a back injury. Um, just curious, but what do you? One of the, I guess people criticized Tim Duncan for saying he had a top coach of all time in Popovich. So what do you have to say about people like people saying that? Oh, he's only that great because of the coach. Oh man, that like you that argument, I I, I just don't buy it, man. Like the yeah. coach, the coach does not make the player. The coach does not make the team. He he can raise the team. He can raise the team ceiling. But at the end of the day, 
the mm-hmm. players are the ones that truly win championships. Yeah. It's not yeah. the coaches. It's not the organizations like Gary Trump said. <laughs> it is the players. <laughs> Yeah, that, I, I just wanted to bring yeah. that up so that we can get there. What good is a coach without without his players? And and that's not even a knock towards Pop. He's exactly. An amazing yeah. coach. He's an amazing coach. Yeah, incredible coach. It's just that, you know, Tim Duncan is the reason they have those championships. Like, so he wasn't that statistically dominant, like Bill Russell, right? You At least you might not think he's that statistically dominant, at least not in the regular season. But once we went to the playoffs, man, I got, I got, I got a stat for you guys. So... In the oh, 90- I know what stat you're gonna bring up. In the '99 finals, this man averaged 21 points, around 18 rebounds, uh, like five, three or five assists, and five blocks a game. Five blocks a game. This was in the finals, by the way. He showed up when it really mattered. The regular mm-hmm. season, you know, he put up stats, but that wasn't really where he was truly showing off his talent, right? Mm-hmm. It was it was the postseason. It was the finals. Timmy D was so dominant in the finals that he's the reason why they have so many chips. Like, you know, in two thousand in two thousand seven, I know Tony Parker won the championship. But can you tell me that if you replace Tim Duncan with Kevin Garnett, they would still have that championship? I wouldn't say so. Not yeah. really. No. Tim Duncan was just Tim Duncan was just that type the of player. You. He elevated his. No, no, for not. <laughs> he elevated his teammates. Uh, he he was amazing on defense. Mm-hmm. They, he was their defensive anchor, and I just think his and like just throughout his entire career, like compared to all the rest of the legends, he he had he had such like he didn't he didn't even have that much help if you think about it. When he won his first two championships, like I said, David Robinson coming off that back injury wasn't himself. Second championship, I believe it was. Uh, Tony Parker's, or sorry, Manu Ginobili's rookie year and Tony Parker's, like, second year or something, they were barely averaging, like, 10 points in the finals. And it, another fact is Tim Duncan also played in, like, the toughest conference in NBA history. And I can say that with confidence. The 2000 Western Conference was a bloodbath. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. And Tim Duncan, to win his championships, he had to go through teams like the Shaq and Kobe Lakers, Kevin Garnett's Wolves. Uh, <laughs> Steve Nash's sons, you know, yeah. Dirk Nowitzki's Mavs. Oh, my God. And then in the finals, so... we had to play against. That's yeah. a good point. I never thought about it that way. I mean, obviously, I knew that that happened, but I, yeah. Sure. So, I think, I think, I think combined with the competition that he faced and the little help that he had towards the beginning of this, uh, well, obviously, towards the end, you know, the help got better. He wasn't the best player for his final championship, but... The fact of the matter is, for a majority of the championships that he won, he didn't have as much help that people would like to say, and he played in an insane Western Conference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, his two thousand his two thousand five championship that, was that was a really good creation. Uh, yeah. So, uh, are you ready for number seven? Yeah, let's go, Rico. You go up. My number seven. And once again, I have proof that I'm not editing my list. Number seven, I have Magic. Finally. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mont, who do you have? Did you sound like yeah. you were going to put him as, like, number 10 or something? No, 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 like, no. Sorry, guys. Yeah. This is, this is, sorry for all the weird, awkward cuts. This is our second weird cut, but this is our third re- time re-recording third, actually. this. Yeah. We're having some weird technical difficulties, so, yeah. 
All right, so All continue. Right. Uh, I well, that's about it. I think that is my reasoning for putting Tim Duncan <laughs> at uh, number six. <laughs> oh, we're talking about that. We're, we're talking, talking about, about number seven. seven. We're on seven oh, now. Oh, okay, we're okay. just gonna cut it like yeah. All right. Uh, my number seven, Kobe Bryant. <laughs> Ooh. Oh yeah, where where have you guys been? You guys haven't had said Kobe Bryant at all. What the heck? I have. Yeah. I put Kobe at my number, what was it, number five, I think? Yeah, I think yeah. you're five. You guys are disrespecting Kobe. Yeah, I think I am. I'm a, Dang. I don't, I don't I'm, Yeah, I feel bad. <laughs> but like, I didn't know where else to put him. So. I'm the only one that has him that high? Dang. <laughs> Here's my thing with Kobe, right? He's my favorite player of all time, and I know a lot of people would put him a lot higher. So I don't really need to oh, explain for sure. why he's in the list. I need to more so explain why I have him so low. He's my favorite Lakers player uh, for sure. So the reason I have him so low is because, well, for his for three of for for his first three titles, he was not the best player on on that championship team. You can't deny that. If you're yeah. gonna be all time great, you have to be. I I would have to be um the greatest player, the best player for a majority of your championships. And you know, Kobe was was without without Kobe, there is no uh, Lakers <laughs> in the early two thousands. But it was still not his team. That was Shaq's team. For one, um, you also got to look at the fact that um, uh, after Shaq left, you know Kobe had, Kobe really struggled to get back into prominence, especially uh, uh, getting to the finals in 2008. You know, it, it was a long road to get there after Shaq mm-hmm. left, and uh, you know all his accomplishments. We know his accomplishments, right? Like, yeah, it, incredible mm-hmm. accomplishments. I don't really need to explain much. All I need to explain is why I have him so low and. I believe that's my reason. He had a lot of help mm-hmm. throughout his career. And, um, you know, clearly the final two, he didn't have that much help. The final two championships, and that's why he's so great. But just the fact that, you know, Shaq was the main reason for them having three championships, I think that's why I have to rank Kobe a little bit lower than most people oh. would like. Okay. It's respectable. Just, yeah. Um, Rikil, you said you had Magic Johnson, right? Yeah. Why Magic Johnson yeah, so low? Well, 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 first let's get through everyone else's. Okay. The and then I'll explain. I'll, 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 right. I promise I'll explain. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain, um, the Big Ugh. Dipper, like Vikram said, 100 points uh, in a single game. Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> calm down, wait, wait, wait. He averaged 50 points for a full season. Like, I know you talked about the stat yeah, inflation, it's... right? But like Vikram said, like why didn't Bill Russell do that? Well, right? Okay, well we're not gonna get in this argument over and over again. But... And then like he just has monster stats. But the, I don't dude. like, when like people look at stats, dude. But you can't deny. Yes, but you can't deny these stats though. Some stats. <laughs> There's a lack of skill. If a person makes, if a person makes two hundred points in a just, single game, you can't just say don't look at stats. Using right? his size to dunk on people. Dude, a size? Okay, if you think about it, right? It's not enough. If you think about this, okay, if you think about this, right? Size is a skill. If you talk about today's league, Taco Fall, who's like one of the biggest people in the league right now, right? Watching, watching, watching. I'm I'm not watching right now because you're disrespecting (laughs) a legend here. (laughs) This man, okay, Taco Fall, tallest man in the league, right? But he can't use his he can't use his size properly. Size is a skill, or else he would have been as good as Will Chamberlain, right? If you think about it, mm-hmm. no. This man is today, literally a monster on court. In today's league, so they people have a lot more bigger size than they did back then. But continue. 
Okay, but why wouldn't you take advantage of a league that's undersized no, 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 compared no, I'm to just you? Saying yeah, I value skill more. Skill comes with yeah, skill, no, 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 though. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Let's say freaking Bo Johnson. Uh, Let's say he had size. He Bo could do the same Johnson. thing. Well, no. Then yeah, he would exactly. rely more on his He'd be a completely different player then. I feel like I feel like we're going in yeah, circles. Dude. Whatever. Let's, let's, the point, let's, is, let's the point is, it doesn't matter how you get it done, as long as you get it. Facts. Done. But there's also other things in that, that I have that I criticize him for. Will Chamberlain is basically the Babe Ruth of basketball. I criticize him for other things like like inflation, rule changes, all these weird rules that he faced, stuff like that. And if it was inflation, then you'll see other players like him have monstrous stress. Monstrous. Yeah. Stress. Well, yeah the fact that he was the only one in his era to do that is insane. Exactly. Well, we're going in circles, but continue, continue. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Just a stat king himself. I know Rikyo yeah, hates, hates saying that, but... Uh, Rikyo hates stats. New stats. fact of the day. New OTV fact of the day. Rikyo hates I don't stats. hate stats. I love stats. Rikyo, you're taking stat next year. So. <laughs> <laughs> I am taking AT stat next year. <laughs> All right. And uh, so... <laughs> what's next? Oh, yeah. My... Uh, did everyone else say their number sevens? Vic- I have Bill uh, Russell number Chrome. seven. Bill Russell. Right so, to explain why I have Magic on my number seven, if you guys all put Larry Bird and Magic at that same place, but I just think Kobe and Bill Russell, who are my five and six, um, are much better than Magic Johnson, like legacy-wise, rings-wise, um, skill-wise. I mean, eh, whatever. They have different skills. You know, Bill Russell was amazing on the defense and rebounding. Magic was great on the assisting and the passing. Well, that's the same thing. Well, not really, but you know what I mean. But, um, uh, yeah, uh, Magic Johnson, my best point guard. He's my number one point guard, without a doubt. But, uh, yeah, I just think that I would have him higher, but I have to respect Kobe and Bill Russell more. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of I, – I say I'd uh... – I respectfully and disagree I have to, with all I have that. to be honest, because my, my, like, five through seven is interchangeable, to be honest. I'm, I'm not standing, like, you know, saying, like, oh, this is, this is what has to be my list. No, my five, my five, five through seven. That's a that big stretch. For yeah, guys, my one, my my one through ten is That's pretty so interchangeable. So. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe six through seven. I gotta keep Kobe where he is. Oh, I don't know. This is hard. This is very hard. We were talking about this earlier. This making this list is so hard. All time yeah. is just extremely hard because you gotta take account Air of generations, of mm-hmm. rules, well, rules, yeah. skills, stats. Should we uh, get to our number eights? Yeah, yeah sure, sure. sure. Uh, CEO, right, and I have to give a little disclaimer on this. With this, this is very controversial. Um, I'm the way I'm making my list is when I'm saying with current players when they hang when they retire, this is my prediction for where they will be on the top ten all time. So just want to get that out of the way before I say mine. Hold but on. on my number eight, I have Kevin Durant. Oh, hold Ooh, on. okay. Um, hold on, buddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, Rick, I have a question. You talked about a huge thing about legacy when you brought up Kobe Bryant, right? What I'm legacy did KD bring? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't even know career. what he's going to do with the yeah. rest of his I'm going to get to that. I'm like, how can you rank him? Like, no, get to yeah. that right okay. now if you want. Okay. Kevin Durant, when he was with OKC, was an amazing <laughs> player. I just watched the game with him against the Mavs. They were double teaming him. He was still putting up. He was still, you know, putting up great points. Man, they used um, to double team the Kobe all the time. Really nice. Come on, they had the best offensive team in the league. I do not like that he went to the. What do you mean? That was a that was a weak move. I agree with Stephen A. It literally destroyed his yeah. legacy, yeah. dog. But not... I predict that he's going to come back from his Achilles injury and lead the Nets 
and they're gonna do damage I'm in the sorry, Eastern Conference. Sorry, he still he still he's gonna he's gonna. Rakil, do you think no, do you think, you think they'll win a championship? He's not. Like the Nets? Um, it depends. I think they have a good shot. You can't you I cannot mean, Rodney, put them top ten if hey, they don't win a championship. Rodney Pryor agrees with me, but I think he can get it done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna come back. He, he's going to come back from his Achilles. Even if he gets it done, I'm not going to put him He had up. amazing stats before, mm-hmm. and I feel like even if you – even like a lot of people say, even if, even at an 80%, Kevin Durant is still – can still lead a team to a championship. Into okay, a but will he? If we're ranking players purely based on skill, KD is top five for sure, in my opinion. Yeah. There's more to it than sport. skill, though. There's more to it than just I skill, just, you know? I know you respect skill I just skill hate that he went to the Warriors. I, ju- ah, I, I hate it so much that he went to the Warriors. But uh, I don't know. I I just think he's gonna rebound. And or, I, I know I know say people say I know people say KD is the best player on those Warriors teams, which he was. Yeah, for he was. But KD KD wouldn't be doing all that without Curry, man. Curry's gravity. I think he's gonna come back from his Achilles injury and solidify his legacy, and that's why I have him on my number eight spot. <laughs> Are you a KD no, fan? No, 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 no. Absolutely not. It's like you're liking snakes a little too Rick much. Rakil wasn't thinking KD no, would no, come no, 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 I don't, dude. Rick no, no, no. Like, I don't like. I don't like KD. I don't like Kyrie. I don't like any of them. But I have to respect it. I have to respect it. Uh, you're respecting I'm him sorry, a bit too Rick much, Rakil. I don't. I don't. I, I wouldn't put. KD Let me just in say, top 10. Kevin Durant is one of the greatest. One of the greatest players of all time. If, I understand. Yeah. If that, he right? did not get injured, Rakil, Rakil, would... you understand by you putting him there, you're basically putting him above players like Tim Duncan. Shaq, Hakeem. Hakeem uh, no, no, the, the thing, the thing is, this, is my, this is my prediction for when he retires. Not right now, but when I he still retires. think even when he retires, he's not gonna like be there. Dude, Raquel, if I think about, if you think about it, Kevin Durant, it could be a better player than the players that Mach is listed, right? But like. His success in the league is not really because it's overshadowed by big. him joining the Warriors. Exactly, yeah. that's a part of it. Yeah, exactly. He's still a big he part. Of he's, he won two championships there. Yes, but my explanation is that when he goes to the Nets and he comes back from his Achilles injury, he's gonna be still a beast. He's you guys are like kind of I don't know. I feel One like other championship, I still wouldn't have him above. I still Rakil, I don't even know if they'll win a championship. Like, if you look at his game, I, I don't think they win one. They need well, one more piece Rakeel, to win, you see, in my This isn't a list of what where players are going to rank when it's all said and done. Like right now, now I know LeBron. Right I know I know LeBron hasn't finished his career yet, but come on, he's yeah. he's already solidified. He's already had yeah. such a strong resume that we can solidify him at number two. Mm-hmm. But KD, on the other hand, we still haven't seen you know something that would put him in the top ten yet. But he's amazing. He's amazing. If you I, look at I, think, game, I think you're ranking him a little bit too early. Yeah. I just feel like people look at the Warriors thing and say that's the weakest move in basketball history. Jordan as a player, as a player, I respect as a player, I respect um your ranking for him. But his success wise, I don't his think Rick Hill. Is Once Rick again, Hill, he's still, he's still got at least seven years left in his career. Absolutely. So. And th- this is just my prediction for when it's all said and done. So, yeah. What's your guys' number eight? All right, Matthew. Uh, I have Bill Russell at my number eight. Okay. Okay. And, and, you know, all you guys have already mentioned Bill Russell. I should more so explain why I have him so low. Yeah, you have him better low. There, it, it's it's not much to do with the era. Like, I know the era argument's kind of dumb because, you know, you, you can't really control that. You can't really yeah. want a player for a supposed weak era or something. But here's the thing, right? Most of the most of the best talent in the league, 
it was concentrated in I, – I believe it was concentrated in Bill Russell's and Wilt's team. Like, I know people say Wilt didn't have that much help, but Wilt actually played with uh, multiple Hall of Famers, multiple All-Stars when he was there. Bill Russell obviously played with an MVP and multiple Hall of Famers. Some of them he might have made Hall of Famers just because of his dominance, but you can't deny he had so much help throughout his career. And uh, I, I just I just think that like out of everyone in the top 10, Bill Russell probably had the most help. Bill Russell and Wilt, both of them together, probably had the most help out of anyone in the top 10. And, you know, that's my main reason for ranking them so low. Uh, but, yeah, that's my reasoning. Okay. Lippo, who do you have? Um, Kobe. Put Kobe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you guys putting Kobe? Uh, <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> this is only the second person to say Kobe. What the heck? Wait, Vikram, did you pick uh, Kobe too? No, I put Kobe as my number five. Uh, number, my eight and, okay, my eight and nine are interchangeable. I have Duncan and Kobe yeah. at eight and nine. Okay. Yeah, I was putting Duncan for nine. Duncan for nine. But I'm giving Duncan but, yeah, a slight Kobe, edge. Yeah, Kobe, uh, five-time NBA champion. But like, like you said, I put Kobe as low it is because you know what Hamant said of how without Shaq, mm-hmm. a lot of Kobe's success wouldn't be there as it is right there. Um, but yeah, he's again, but he's still a monster player. Um, dominated his league. Um, he, Mamba mentality itself. <laughs> This is like mentality. Like, helps him. still alive to this yeah. game. Some players, and yeah, that itself lets him like makes him deserve to be on this list. Um, yeah, you know he must have done something right. Honestly, <laughs> 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 well, um, without a doubt, yeah. I, I there's no yeah. need to explain why he's up there in the list, but that's my reason why he's lower than a lot of players that you exactly. may have thought of. Number nine. All right, my number nine. I feel like this is a this is not that controversial at all. I feel like everyone has my number nine. Number nine, I have Shaquille O'Neal. Mm, Respectful. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Well, I can see that. Mont, how about you? Uh, I, I have Will Chamberlain. Okay, right after uh, Bill Russell, right? God, right after Bill That's Russell. Respectful. Right, I'll get to okay. that. Later. Okay. Okay. And I have Kobe. Tim Duncan. Okay. Okay. So, should I explain why I have Shaq? Yeah, yeah. yeah, go ahead. So, Shaq, most dominant player in NBA history. Very long prime with the Lakers. Um, I feel like if he was more athletic, he would be higher on the list. But we can't, you know, we can't move him higher just Wait, based so, off of what if. Oh, yeah. You, oh, you mean more fit, you say. More yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, staying more healthy. Yeah. You know, he, he was just – he was pretty good, you know. Um, I, I, You know, just his dominance. He, you know, three-time finals MVP – Three-time MVP in general, he puts up amazing stats. He's like the dominance of Shaq. Wait, 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 wait. You said you said three-time MVP. Yeah, Shaq's a one-time. He's MVP. a three-time Finals. What's wrong what with my meant. stats? What was I looking at? He's a three-times Finals MVP. Come on, you're your second time. Call you CEO for a reason. But yeah, if you just look at the tape and look at the, look at his dominance, um, I think it says enough. See, Rick, this is like this is kind of like proving, um. Not proving, but going against your point of how, like, because okay, if Shaquille O'Neal wasn't as big as he is as he was in the league, right? Do you think he would have been in your top I mean, nine? Facts. The size. What do you mean? No, the size. What do you mean? Yeah, the size matters. The no, size no, no, no. I feel like if he had the size that he had with the Magic, 
he would be much better than he was than with the Lakers. So size, so size. Does if he matter. had the size he had with the Magic and was on the <laughs> and was on the Lakers team, I feel like he would be no, even no, more no. dominant. You got to flip. The reason Shaq got that big was because the his size on the Magic wasn't working. All right, he got schooled by Hakeem when he was that big on the Magic. Mm-hmm. I mean, if anything, his size just led him to get injury after Yes, injury but it allowed injury. him to become the most dominant player of the early 2000s. Literally, no one could guard Shaq. I still can't think of a player in NBA history besides, I'd say, probably Hakeem that could yeah. uh, respect him or Yao. Or, 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 or ben, Wallace and ben Wallace in the 2004 finals. The point is, not a lot of players can actually guard, uh, I guess, fat Shaq, if you want to put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect. No disrespect. But, yeah, but chubby yeah, Kevin. Think that Kevin was. <laughs> but yeah, his dominance is pretty much the only reason why I put it there. And also, there's like run with the Lakers. That's you all time great run. Yep, indeed. So, my number nine, Wilt behind Bill. There's a reason I have them there. I already explained that they both have like insane an insane amount of help. That's why I put them. I put them so low compared to the rest. But um, here's the thing, right? Wilt was a statistical monster, but at the end of the day, I respect – I have to respect winning over stats any day. Wilt's stats, you know, they were insane and stuff, probably never going to happen again, but he's, he just wasn't a winner. Like, you would think that a player like Wilt could have won way more than uh, two championships yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, uh-huh. two finals MVP. Well, the finals MVP didn't exist when uh, he won his first championship. But, you know, that's – you know he's the finals MVP of the first yeah. one. Like, you would definitely expect more from a player like Wilt, especially the help that he's had. The point is, his stats, they actually hurted his team more than – they might have hurt his – they might have, like, helped his legacy statistically, but his team-wise, yeah. it hurt them. Like, in the finals. That is, that is true. In uh-huh. the playoffs. That is why Bill Russell always won. I know people are, would say, oh, what if you put – um. What if you put Wilt instead of uh, Bill on that team? Well, I think I think I think they wouldn't be the same just because of Wilt's selfishness. The reason the Celtics were so good, the main reason he did have a lot of help, but Bill Russell is the main reason. And without Bill Russell, if you replace him with Wilt, I don't think they're that good. You said you valued winning over more over stats. So how come you didn't have Bill Russell? High? Why I didn't I told you he had a lot of help, a little too much help. <laughs> Sometimes he wasn't okay. even... Let's move on to number 10 now. Who do you have... Rakil, who do you have at number 10? All right, my number 10, another person who is not really on many people's top 10s, so I think this is going to be a little bit more controversial. But at my number 10, I have the second best point uh-huh. guard, Stephen Curry. Very interesting. Mm. <laughs> First you had KD, now you have Steph. Yes. Rakil, are you sure you're not a Warriors fan? <laughs> Yes. Are you oh, sure you're not sure. a Warriors fan? Absolutely not, no. <laughs> All right, Hamant, who do you have? Uh, I have the I have Superman himself, the OG Superman, Shaquille O'Neal. There you go. Okay. Okay. The pull okay. about you? Um, actually, I don't know how I found out, but I have Hakeem. No way, I have Hakeem too. Oh, <laughs> Hakeem the Dream. Yeah, it was close though between Hakeem and Shaq. I right, right, I right. will admit I I did want him on my top ten, but yeah. 
All right, Raquel, I think yours deserves an explanation first. Yes, please, no, exactly. Yeah. Yes, Dang, please. you guys are really ganging up on me. <clears throat> well, if you put KD in your top 10 list, then it's yes. okay. Oh. Once again, little disclaimer. This is for when I think that it's all said and done. They hang up their, their freaking Wait, 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 wait. I forget. I forget. I forget. You put KD over Tim Duncan and Kobe, right? Um, no, he no. had Kobe higher. I had Kobe over. Oh, yeah, you had Kobe higher. You put him over Tim Duncan, though, right? Um, I got to be honest. And Hakeem. With, me, with, with my, like, eight throughout, like, 15, they're pretty close. And uh, it, it, That's it, a pretty <laughs> large margin, Raquel. Well, if you think about it, there's a lot of good players out there. You know what I'm saying? Yes, but Hakeem, many that are better than KD, I promise you. I mean, Hakeem, I mean, there's, there's other I mean, players, you know. I kind of understand, understand what Raquel is saying, though. Okay, okay. Here's my explanation. If you're the second best point guard of all time, I think you deserve to be on the top 10. Keep in mind, Stephen Curry is the greatest shooter of all time. He's a great teammate, a playmaker. He, he, I, like, I don't understand why people need to put more respect. His basketball IQ is like off the roof, too, telling the truth. Um, I, I would agree that Steph Curry is a top we have never 20 seen, player of all time. We have never seen someone. And I, I kind of want to support Raquel's argument here. Raquel's. Um, his main reasons for why these players are on the top 10 is because of the legacy that they built, right? So Curry um, himself built the biggest, like one of the biggest as well with um, changing the whole game of how people are relying outside of the three-point line, making shots, how like yeah. plays are made. So if yeah. If you change history and you change how the NBA is played because people need to adapt to your game, I think you deserve to be high, highly ranked. I remember what Trey Young said once um, in the interview where he said, um, Without Steph Curry, there wouldn't be a Trey Young. There wouldn't be a bunch of other players, right, that are here today. Um, mm-hmm. This is this is about um, his this is about his impact on the game. I don't know if we're ranking players based on impact, like how they change. No, the no, no, you're you're right, you're right. But once again, Stephen Curry is going to do great things in the future if you think about it. I mean, I, think, I had him. I predicted him to be the MVP before he got injured. You know what I mean? Excuse the voice crack. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> the thing is, the Warriors are going to reload. They're going to get a new pick. They're going to make – I don't know. I predict that they're going to make the finals. All right, Amal, I have a question. If Curry and, wins another ring – And a finals MVP? What's your thoughts on his rank? Yeah, he's going to win the next – If he wins a finals MVP one day. If he, if he does. MVP. Hmm. I would have him – I would have him – Top fifteen, but I would still have. To be fair, I feel like he deserved one Finals MVP. I feel like he deserved one of them for sure. Over Andre Iguodala, at least one. Yeah, he deserved the one over Iggy. At most, he deserved two, but at least one. He definitely deserved the one over Iggy. But Um, unfortunately, that's not how history played out. And Steph's legacy is possibly zero Finals MVPs, or maybe one if he wins another championship. And. I mean, so, first so why are you MVP guys playing kind of that's, that's true. That's true. Unanimous MVP. I still the 2016 can't. season was amazing. Like, arguably one of the best seasons, like, oh, offensive-wise. Yeah, top, top five seasons of all time. Like, offensive-wise, that's, like, an amazing season. If you look at the number, I know before I was, hey, I don't like the stats. But if you look at the stats and you look at the context, both, it's an amazing season. Oh, Raquel, I'm, I don't disagree with you. Steph Curry's uh, 2016 MVP season was a uh, – Top five season of all time. So, you know, like, but why do you guys have him so low? We, I have him so low because, quite frankly, he hasn't accomplished as much as the rest of these players. He's a great player, but he's not. He wasn't the most dominant player of his era. That spot belongs to LeBron James, and you know, 
it's a great accomplishment being that I mean, good in an era with LeBron James. I mean, you're you're comparing him to our number two here. You know what I mean? You're comparing. I, I, I'm I'm saying yeah. I'm saying like he was. I'm saying like it's still a great. That's why I say it's a great accomplishment to have to be behind LeBron in that era. But the thing is, he just hasn't accomplished as much as the rest of these players, and I can't. I mean, he's part well, of. I have a question. A, how do you judge? How do you judge a, a good player? Though? A how do you how do you yourself judge? I judge. Yeah, I judge a good player. Uh. Here's the, here's the top of the top for me. Being the most dominant and best player on a championship team. In my opinion, that is the best player in the world. He is. Steph Curry. Well, was Will Chamberlain? Was Will Chamberlain one of the, one of the oh, top yeah. players? Oh, yeah. By that logic, why do you he have was Will Chamberlain? Best player, he was the second best player of his that led to their loss. Well, Curry was definitely top three. Top in three, his definitely. Football, why don't you have him top can you Can you possibly put him above players like Shaq? <laughs> Who was the best player of the early 2000s? I put I put or, Shaq over Curry though. Oh, but you yeah, but wait, did you? I'm just trying to help him out here. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate it. <laughs> Will you tell me? Would you, put, would you put Would you put Curry over Shaq? Me? Yes. Um. Pro. As of now, no. As of now, no. No. Well, we're ranking our list based on what we know as of now, aren't we? Um. Well, I'm basically. Rick Hill is. I'm basing mine off of when they retired. Fine, fine. Maybe, maybe Steph could surpass him. But I can see an argument opinion, for when um, they retire, but in in my opinion, even if Steph wins one fine one last Finals MVP, he still won't surpass Shaq. I mean, both have four championships. Shaq should have been a unanimous MVP. No, no doubt in my mind about that. So, um, and uh, three Finals MVPs to possibly zero. And I mean, yeah, you know. Greatest shooter of all time, playmaking ability. Uh, okay. part, part of the greatest backcourt in NBA history. Uh, okay, just... well, I mean, I'm sorry, dude. I still can't put him above Shaq, even if he wins uh, another chip. I mean, I have Shaq above him. I'm talking about Hakeem. Why do you have him above Hakeem? I, well, you see, Hakeem, he dominated in an era with the greatest player of all time. You talk about I, – I understand that Michael Jordan wasn't there when Hakeem dominated, but – and, you, and, what, what and Curry that, dominated when LeBron was there. What was that interesting, was that interesting statistic, Vikram? What was that interesting statistic you uh, you you figured out about about Hakeem's record against Michael Jordan? Hakeem had a winning record against Michael Jordan's teams. I think it was like wasn't he like? Is I don't it was know. Like, double digits like to single digits. Dude, one reason why I had to put Hakeem in the list was because he was the first player to be named NBA MVP. Defensive player of the year and final the same year. in the yeah. same okay. season. Okay. Yeah, that's he just arguably insane. had the greatest season of all time. Defensively and offensively. Yeah, he definitely had the greatest season okay. of all time. I, I would say that he had the greatest like, season of all time. I totally agree with that. So like keep going. Um his basketball IQ is like insane. Um just such a great player, dude. Like, I don't know why a lot of people leave him out yeah, because uh, of this legendary Mont- career. Right? Is. Isn't he like number one? Isn't he number like I mean, fifteen way, or something why, on like why do points? Why people have Wilt so high and Akeem so low? Well, the the points, the stats, why, stats, skill wise, Akeem has more skill than Wilt. But here's they the, rank, okay. they, they rank with Wilt Hakeem. higher because of his stats. Yeah, Hakeem was at the top of the world. We kill. I have a question, dominant, right? But it didn't you know, last too long. You know what I pick. You know how I pick um my top ten yeah, players? Go ahead. It's like um if you're in a draft and you have to pick a bunch of all these players 
and which player I would mean, help your you team the most? That's how I would. Really I the future. I, I, like, oh, I have to pick a center and then I have to pick a, you know. I'm a, <laughs> okay. I mean, like, if I, I, I don't know what you're talking you're about. Way too specific. I'm just, I'm talking about who's going to have the biggest impact on my team if I had to create one. Okay. All right. If I had one choice and I had a bunch of these players, who would I pick? Instead of looking at, the, I look at legacy a little bit, of course, because it kind of, Backs up the stats. So, that. so why do but, you have Wilt so high if he's a ball hog? And uh, you know, like, like I don't understand. Well, he does have Bill Russell. I mean, high. His physicality. Okay, you can't just yeah, diminish Wilt's legacy to just being a ball hog. He has so much more to his resume than that. Yeah, but I feel like you have to have you have to win in order to. Be he did eventually. Great. You can't. He and did also, win twice. Which and his teams had, his teams had some of the best records in the NBA at that time. That's true. His Sixers team back in the day. Well, yes, but I feel like part of the reason this is, we're going in circles again, but part of the reason why people think rank him so high is because of his stats that he put up, which I think are inflated. Inflated indeed, but like... But compared to everyone else for, during that for era, taking too. Advantage? Yeah, how could you fault him for taking advantage of his era? Like, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm not. I, I'm just saying, okay, okay. If you, if you translate... Um, Wilt to today's NBA, he would not put up those numbers. And of he course, not... he wouldn't. But are you telling me that he wouldn't be? You can't tell uh, me he won't be dominant. Definitely, he won't be. In dominant order to be an all-time great on my list, you have to have skills that translate between different eras. So your problems with Wilt for some reason? Would you rank Wilt Chamberlain? Um, I mean, I don't have, I don't even have him on the list. But what would you rank him all time? What would you rank him? Consider him somewhere around. Uh, I haven't really thought about this. You're putting me on the spot. Uh, <laughs> maybe somewhere, maybe somewhere around, maybe top fifteen. I don't know. Top fifteen, man. Yeah. You're really disrespecting Will. Yeah. Are there okay? Are there any okay, Raquel? Are there any current players in the league right now that you rank higher besides LeBron and KD? Higher than do you rank higher than or Wilt higher than Hakeem or Wilt? Higher than Wilt. Wilt. Um, today's NBA, no. Or yeah, wait, what? Okay, okay. Higher than Wilt, yeah, KD. Well, besides KD, I'm saying besides KD and LeBron and Curry, no, no, not really. Okay, yeah, who, okay, who would you put? Okay, who would you put above? Above, above who? Above Wilt in today's NBA. My list. I'd only. I don't yeah, put, I don't yeah, put LeBron. Oh, in today's no, 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 but oh, LeBron, only LeBron, only LeBron. LeBron's the only one I put above yeah. Wilt. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I so, still think. Uh, yes, I guess Wilt would still be a dominant yeah. force today. Like, even for his size, he was such an incredible athlete. Like. Well, there's there's stories about him touching like the top of the backboard. Like, what? How how I mean, is that even possible? I mean, MJ freaking doinked his head on the freaking backboard. Okay, okay, <laughs> Raquel, hear me out again. The top of the backboard. That's like that's like what fifteen feet. The top of the backboard. Yes, the very hey, top. There's stories. Raquel, Raquel, I know that. You want to hear something I found? If you adjust Will's sure. stats, his fifty point per game season of this year. He would average forty-four points per game, twenty-one rebounds a game, and two point three um, assists per game. But what? What do you? But how are you adjusting it to today's NBA? The pace, yeah. the pace. But you can't just you can't just do that though. Yeah, we know we know there's more context. <laughs> yeah, I, I know there's more context. But I'm just trying to say play. like you're diminishing like well you're saying he can't play in this era. Well, that that's just kind of false, you know. Like he'd still be a physically dominant force. He'd still put up yeah, great numbers. He, he would be. He would be, but he wouldn't. He okay. Like, think about it. Who the hell would guard Wilt in the paint today? I mean, what do you mean? Who would guard who Wilt? The, like, who the hell can guard Wilt? In I the mean, paint? in today today's NBA, people in today's um, you can't compare like that. I know, I, but but that's but then, what yeah, Raquel's trying, trying to put Raquel. 
I mean, uh, no, 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 no. I'm doing it the other way around. I'm saying his. No, ah, damn, He's putting him in the era. So I'm asking, based on what we know of Will, the physical force that he is, who in the NBA could possibly guard that? That I mean, monster in the paint. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, maybe. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying, dude. What was Will? Seven foot two. Seven one, I think. Had like a forty nine inch vertical oh. or something. Wait, come on. Who? Taco Fall. Taco Fall. Taco Fall. Who do you have that has your number ten? My number 10, I already said I had Shaq. You Shaq, okay. Yeah. Reasonable, reasonable. Wait, so Vikram and Vip, you guys are leading Shaq out of your list? Yeah, I gave, I'm giving Hakeem the slight edge. Should I explain my reasoning? Yeah, I give I mean, I, I kind of look at I kind of look at... It's respectable, I guess. Like, Michael Jordan. I gave... Yeah. Oh, yeah, thank you. So, um, normally <laughs> I would put Hakeem because, you know, Hakeem utterly destroyed Shaq in the finals at one time, but that wasn't prime Shaq. You know, if... If if it did happen during his prime, then I would probably put Hakeem over Shaq. But nah, I Shaq just has a, more accomplishments, a little bit more accomplishments for me to put him above Hakeem, and that's my reasoning behind that. But I totally understand if you'd put Hakeem above Wilt, just like I'd understand if someone would put Kobe above Duncan, for sure. Go ahead. I think that's it. Is that it? Um. We can move on to my favorite segment. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, 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 Rakil's favorite segment too, because predominantly because of the name, facts <laughs> or whack. Yes. Let us know what you guys think of that about the name. I think it's kind of whack, but I think it's beautiful. I love the name. I don't know what your topic is. Beautiful name. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. For the first, for the first, um, question for facts or whack was Harden let down. <laughs> Buys organization. No. Fact. Oh, whack. Facts. Ooh, I like this. Harden had. I would, Dang, I'm getting I would say whack. I was saying this whack. This episode's going to be E versus all three of you. <laughs> I like it. I already like this episode. <laughs> I all like right, this so episode. Should, it's since, since I'm the outlier here, should I go ahead? Why? Go ahead. All right. Uh, uh, okay, so I would say more. He was let down more by Mike D'Antoni than Daryl Morey. But I feel like Daryl Morey, Morey should have stepped up and said, told Mike D'Antoni, no. And specifically what <laughs> no. I'm talking about is the Rockets small ball. <laughs> specifically what I'm talking about is the Rockets going small ball. When you're in the same conference as players as Jokic, AD, um, you know, and, and you're in the same league as, you know, freaking huge centers such as Joel Embiid, who are just going to destroy you in the paint. Physical I don't think going small ball is – I don't think going small ball, especially when you're in the West, is a good idea. Because if you, their center is P.J. Tucker, who's a 6'5", and I just don't see what the upside is of going small ball in today's league. Well, you see, that that's like that's – like, I'd say that's one example of, of a, you know, a, a terrible idea. We still don't know how it will work in yeah. the playoffs, but – in the past, especially in 2018, I think they built they built an amazing team with Chris Paul and Harden. Like you got to understand, we all know Chris Paul went and, down with that injury, and that's why they didn't win yeah. the Warriors. They very well could have. They would have won the that, finals that year. That's not that's not letting them down. They would have won the finals that year if Chris Paul didn't go down. I I have no doubt in my mind. So, so I don't think I don't think it was a letdown. I don't think Daryl Morey let him down at all. He he built a great team. Just circumstances, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of went in the way. Basketball gods didn't want to. And the Rockets had the best record that season, too. 
Yeah, they did. Hard and by the way, this isn't a knock towards Robert Covington. I think he's a great player. You know, he can play defense. He's he can rebound somewhat, but uh, I don't know. I just feel like they yeah, I get what you mean. Home. Against centers, he's not going to fare well. One of my favorite and by the way, players of traded, all time. They by the way, Clint Capella for like a freaking bag of chips. They gave him away for practically <laughs> nothing. I mean, I mean, did they get that, that trade? Basically, got them Roco, right? Yeah, it was like a three-team trade, right? Roco and. Uh, yeah, they got yeah. It was like a three-team trade. They got Roko and someone else. I forget, but I mean Robert Covington's playing amazing. For I the for sure right think now. that you could have squeezed more value out of uh, Quinn Capella. That is true. Mm. That's true. I would choose Covington over Capella. Though. <laughs> now that's a controversial yeah, right. statement. You want to explain that? Before. Yeah, but I mean, uh, if you think about it, though, who's the better? Who would have a more impact towards the team? Offensively, right. Covington. Um, but if you don't yeah, have a center, offense and depends defensively the, too. Depends what the team needs, though. And that I team guess. needs a big man. <laughs> so, yeah, way better. But I mean, in general, I'd pick Covington. You pick Covington. I mean, yeah, he does fit a lot more systems. I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. Covington is like one of those players that would fit any system. He'd be perfect for any system, but. Based on what the Rockets need, I mean, we don't know. They could they could completely just so, just uh, gotta wait and, defy just gotta all wait expectations. See, just really got to wait and see. Really quick, Mike D'Antoni's um, contract ends this season. Do you guys think that Daryl Morey will yeah, sign again? So. I think it um, depends on what happens this year. I mean, if you if Daryl Morey already committed to the small ball thing, which was set up by Might Mike well. D'Antoni, he yeah. can't just fire D'Antoni because uh, I, I don't know. I feel like he's going to keep him around for a few years. You, you made a mistake. You gotta. Uh, Who would they know. hire, like, instead of Dan Sony, though? Uh, Kenny Atkinson. Atkinson. <laughs> hey, let's go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Kenny Atkinson. I always say Kenny Atkinson. The Kings should fire Luke Walton and hire Kenny Atkinson. That is very true. I still don't know why Luke Walton's yeah. a coach. Um, that's a Lakers fan. But he's saying that as a Lakers fan, guys. <laughs> Dude, every single Lakers fan hated Luke Walton last year. Don't forget that. <laughs> The man but, uh, who benched Buddy Hill. That's still like, oh my god, that fits me off so much. The man who benched uh, Buddy Hill. The three point champion. But the thing is, Buddy Hill did go off on the bench. Did he though? Was he really that impactful that he couldn't but, have done that? Actually no, he did have he did have really good games when he was on the bench. Yeah, but you're telling me he couldn't do that on the starting spot. Where he could have probably been a lot more impactful. And also, I feel like people need to give the Kings more slack because they were really injured this season. That's true. Um, but that's, oh, yeah. not, that's not a get-out-of-jail-free card for mm-hmm. Luke for Walton. For Absolutely Luke Walton. not. Absolutely not. The Kings have an amazing roster. They, just don't use they, have, it, a right? great, they have a great roster. It's just, I don't Too know bad they have a terrible coach. <laughs> yeah. Kenny Atkinson would turn that around. So um, what's, what's the next segment of Facts or Whack? Uh, oh, oh, this one, this one's um, – or Kill might like this one. Or he might not. I don't know. Stephen A. Smith thinks Jason Tatum, not Luka Doncic, will become NBA's best player. Facts or whack? I mean, we kind of whack. talked about this in the last podcast. But... Whack. Whack. Um, whack. Whack. Luka, Luka whack. Whack. Yeah. As a Celtics fan, I have to say whack. Um, Tatum's going to be great, but not to Luka. Yeah, all we got to say, Luka's the baby goat, man. Yeah. I will say, defensive-wise, Jason Tatum is better than Luka Doncic, but uh, uh, Tatum has a lot of work to do to get on Luka's level. But I think he mm-hmm. is capable of doing it. 
Um, it's a great you, you know. The, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad if someone said. Are that. the Celtics true contenders if Luca was on there? Oh, for sure, yeah. No. Wait, what? Like Wait, instead what? Of, instead true, of Tatum, true contenders. Instead of Tatum, oh. if Luca was on there. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> why not? You want to yes. elaborate? I mean. Luca's pretty much carrying the freaking Mavs. I don't see why he can't do it with the Celtics. Oh yeah, he made the Mavs the greatest offense in NBA history. I wouldn't be surprised if he. Yeah, beat. when Luca's on the court, you, the Mavs have like the best offense. True, I wouldn't be surprised if he. Um, yeah, they're definitely tight. They're definitely playmaking wise. Luca's a playmaker. You know, I I, I can see Luca's everything, man, except for defense. But he's everything. And he still got time to like you know? make his defense better. The Mavs need to do something with Luca because it, you can't, you can't. Um, if you look at NBA history, if you utilize Luca the way you do, you're, it's not going to translate to winning championships. You need to build around. Yeah, Luka. yeah. I agree, Raquel. I actually agree. Luca's way too ball dominant. I mean, why, they kind of are, are, right? Playmakers off the bench. You need playmakers off the bench. What you he means, what he means is Luca is way too ball dominant. That, based on what we've seen in history, that doesn't translate to success usually. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the Mavs roster is kind of OP right now. I mean, um, I they guess got... you say it works with MJ, but come on, like it, it's never... yeah, no, even no, MJ even, even MJ, <laughs> he was like he so, was, yeah, yeah, he was the right. primary scorer, but he couldn't become the pl- primary mm. playmaker. Yeah. That he would have been way too. Yeah, we saw in the last dance once Phil Jackson That's... Jackson introduced the triangle offense. Yeah. Jackson. <laughs> 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 I also think that Porzingis needs to step it up a little bit. He, oh yeah, everyone knows what he's capable. Of. What happened with Porzingis though this season? He's just coming back from injury. Mm-hmm. He's coming back. I mean, but, okay, uh, if you think about it though, the Mavs organization is doing a really good job building around um, Luca, right? They've just got they... Willie Cauley Stein. Um, what do you? They definitely have a good team surrounded, like Tim Hardaway Jr.'s. Seth Curry's actually like actually um. Doing pretty good. He did really good last season. Elite actually. role player. <laughs> you can yeah. But yeah, Raquel's right. They do. Um, they do need more. I have no doubt in my mind. It's it's a great team around him. But can you possibly say this is a championship team two years down the line? The same team. I don't team, think though. so. Um, I, I don't think so. I think they need no. one more piece, like Raquel said, another playmaker off the bench, so that Luca's not way too ball dominant. Because yeah. history has shown that's not a recipe for success. Who do you guys think would be a good? Uh, Honestly, any offensive option. Well, a good shooter, a good shooter, and like a good playmaker. They do have size. I know that. Um, Size is not the problem. They got Boban. The goat. The goat. Uh, um, who's a who's a great shooter? I think you you think I think Malcolm Brogdon would be an amazing fit for them. Ooh, that'd be yeah, nice. the, the Pacers will for sure not like the Pacers will not let it have Brogdon. <laughs> great defender, great they'd have shooter. To, they'd have to give, great they'd have to give up a bit the to Ma- get him. Yeah. Brogdon is so underrated in my opinion. I feel like people sleep on Brogdon. The Mavs should have done something to get D'Lo, in my opinion. D'Lo, yeah, um, that, that would work too. But like then they they wouldn't have that much of a players. bench though. But what would what would they what would they give what would they give up to get? Yeah, they'd probably have to give up a lot for that, though. Yeah. True. True. Then again, how much do the Timberwolves really give up for D'Lo? They a lot, actually. They. Oh yeah, they gave up Wiggins. <clears throat> and um, they gave their twenty twenty two first round pick or whatever. Mm-hmm. More picks, possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, I mean, they gave away, they gave away all their first round picks for the next like five years now. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> but but 
I feel bad for Carl Anthony Towns, dude. They they need a he's such an amazing player and they need a build around him. Oh yeah. I mean it is Minnesota, so I'm getting a little off topic though. I'm getting a little Maybe off topic. Maybe it's time. Let's just move on to the next segment. For number three, Patrick Beverly, the most overrated player in the West. Okay. He's overrated. I'll tell. I'll say that. Right. Yeah. Fans are gonna hate you for that. Yeah, I think that's a whack. Overrated. Uh, I don't know if he's the most overrated. I can't. He, think I don't of know about the most overrated though. I feel I like. I don't know. I feel okay. I don't feel like he's overrated. I just think people like watching him. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's. Extra. I don't. I don't. People. Res- I don't think people respect his game that much. I think people just respect him getting in people's faces and getting in your head and stuff like that. I don't think it's people respecting him. No, nah, I feel like people respect his defense. He gets the most league. hate in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, but, okay, with that in mind, his defense is good. It's good, his but, like, yeah. not to the level I people think, hype it up to. I don't think That's it's an true. all-NBA, all-defense-first-team level defense. Like, oh, yeah. There's a lot of guards better than him, like yeah. Marcus Smart. Hey, let's go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Eric Bledsoe, great defender. Rakil is so happy that he said that. I know, because for those who do not know, Uh all these uh freaking Lakers fans disrespecting Marcus Smart. And they use a name that I cannot repeat on this podcast, but they do be disrespecting Marcus Smart. That's not true at all. Oh, it's so true. He's one of the he's one of the few I mean, sure he's not he can't like do much. No 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 no. By the way, for those who do not know, I bet this dude and someone else who I'll not will not name. And I bet on the Celtics v. Lakers game, the first game of the season, they won by freaking blowout. And all that they were saying, I was hyping up Marcus Smart. And all they were saying is, ah, Marcus, I, I can't repeat it on this podcast, but, oh, I'm so glad that they are respecting Marcus Smart now because I was right. Hashtag. Man, I never <laughs> disrespected Marcus Smart. Oh, oh I'll, I'll tell you off the, off, like, off the recording. Hey, Vipul, Vipul. Hashtag Celtics. You know exactly Vipul, aren't you, aren't you glad we're pissed in the Eagles fans? Yeah, I know. We don't need it. We don't need to go that far in the beef. I'll t- I can't repeat it on the podcast right now, but uh, yeah. So uh, next topic. Oh, uh, John Stockton harder. Oh, John Stockton harder to guard than Jordan. Facts are right. Okay. Wait, who's okay. Uh, Gary Payton said that right? We all know. We- yeah, Gary Payton said yeah, it. Yeah, I think I think we all know the answer to that. No explanation. No. <laughs> with, but with that being said, John Stockton did have the court vision, and he was an amazing passer. You always had to make sure that mm-hmm. you also had the court vision to match John Stockton. So I guess I see what he's saying, but no, you're wrong. Jordan is obviously harder to guard. Yeah, <laughs> that's why we don't need an explanation. Do you want to? Do you want to? I, I see Gary what you're Payton's trying to say, but no. He would Go say, ahead. "Yeah, yeah, yeah." He wasn't as athletic. Well, I can't speak. He wasn't as athletic as us, but he was smarter than us. We knew what he was going to do. We knew he was going to set tough picks. We had all the videos on Utah. We were so dumb. We would get caught up with the picks and get mad at him. He would shoot eight times and make nine. Shoot eight free throws and make seven. He'd have fifteen assists and four steals. A complete game. That's just the way he was, and I idolized him. I just imitated him while going about my business, talking trash and getting it done. <laughs> After the game, you would look at my stats, and it would be right there. Very interesting. I'm stats. sure Jordan could do the same, but better too. 
Um, moving NBA on. NBA 2K21 um, released their info. Um, showed a short video of Zion dribbling the ball with extra Ooh. sweat. Um, I, love those memes, I love the sweat. They literally, no, he's literally <laughs> dripping with sweat this time. Like 2K20. Well, like every, every 2K video. They got to add more sweat. But like, they, gotta, they always managed to add more sweat. This video, dude, he was <laughs> dripping. Imagine what sweat. they're going to do. Like, like, water <laughs> it's just going to be a puddle of sweat. <laughs> it's just going to be water. They, that one shot where they freaking <laughs> zoomed in on his freaking forehead and his nose. Where all on the all sweat the sweat. Was dripping, down. <laughs> <laughs> all the sweat was dripping down his lips. <laughs> Low-key, I feel like they do it for so the memes. They for is sure Zion going to be the cover for 2K21? I don't think uh, he, de- I don't think he deserves to be the cover. That would be kind of whack, but... Yeah, neither do I. He hasn't really proven anything yet. And but I know everyone's going to go back to that If game he is the cover, then we know who the future of the league is. Um, I feel like Kobe should be in the legendary um, edition. That's true. Uh, I'd say Luka. I would say Luka. I would say okay, Kobe so if we're doing current day, then I'd say Luka. I'd say Luka. Mm. Because I feel like there's going to be backlash if they do Kobe. Because then I feel like people are going to be like, oh, you're... You're profiting off of. Kobe's I mean, if they put him on the stuff, Legends Edition, that's even more shady in your logic. I mean, a lot of people want Kobe, um, just to be honest. I don't. I, a lot of people want Kobe. That, that, that thing, is though. true. That is true. A lot of people want Kobe on the thing. I just hope that people don't spin yeah. it. In you, a know, way you know who I would put? I, I, you know who I would put? This is going to be. I feel like I might go. I feel like all you guys might gang up on me for this, but I think we should put Kemba. Kemba? Hey, I've been taking it the whole Kemba. 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 Bro, bro, bro. Kemba isn't even the best player on his own team. How are you going to put him on a 2K cover? I'm, I mean, come in and think about it now. Like, he is finally, <laughs> okay. He's finally having a success. Like, I don't know. He's finally just doing good for his team. He's finally okay, a good team. Him, but that doesn't mean he should be on a 2K cover. Good for him. Yeah, he ain't the 2K cover. By that logic, we should put mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler on there. Max. We should put Bam on the cover um, if that's the logic. And Jimmy Butler is the put Bam, put Jimmy. And in a way, I feel like we just we're yeah. just gonna put fan favorites. You know what? Zubo, we'll, we'll put you on Curry the cover. Again. <laughs> we'll put you on the cover too. I think I just <laughs> it, though, in a way. You know, my <laughs> we can put him on layups on the back on the back part. <laughs> Hold on, why don't we just mix them all up on the front cover, like yeah. like two K sixteen. Do you guys think that on. maybe Tatum will one day have a 2K cover? I can see. I, I can see. Definitely. I do believe that. I've hated on. Uh, I've hated on Tatum I, in the past, but I can't deny. I mean, Cat got his own cover somehow. <laughs> I do believe that Luca will. Um, it's, this is not just a fluke, and he will continue. Yeah, this is nowhere. Up, like, of course, this is forming at this high of a level. This is not a fluke, and uh, for you, sure, I think Luca deserves. You it. don't average a near thirty point triple double oh. as a fluke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. If you're in the MVP conversation, I think you deserve it. But who who actually would realistically be the cover though? LeBron. Do you, do you think Jokic? Do you think Jokic? Giannis, he's been on. Nah, they would not. Uh, I'm, I'm just trying to think of like good players who haven't been on the cover right now. They should just put Giannis was on like 2K19. You can't put Giannis twice though. I mean, they did that. They did that for Anthony That's Davis, true. though. So who knows what two K? I still don't get why they play eighty. Neither do I. That should have been yeah. Two K twenty. That should have been Kawhi. Do you think they do it this year? That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. They might put. I think. Kawhi? I, th- I think Kawhi might sound a little more yeah. reasonable this year. Honestly, out of all the options, Kawhi doesn't. If, doesn't if sound the Clippers bad. do, 
I wouldn't be mad if they put Kawhi. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad if it was Kawhi. Kawhi, Luke, Kawhi or Luka. I think mm-hmm. they'll be but I favor Luka. I hope they put Javel on one one day. Hmm. One day. <laughs> I mean, he's too good. He's, he's he so they don't deserve to have yeah. JaVale on there. Oh, yeah, he's too good. They would have to pay JaVale. So, or, yeah, they would have to pay JaVale so much money. Is JaVale McGee the most underpaid NBA player of all facts, time? Facts, facts. Facts are <laughs> Yo, chill, chill. That's maybe stop exposing we'll the questions. We'll save that for next episode. Next episode. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that. He does it so. It looks so effortless. Effortless when he does it. He's, he's really just like stretching. <laughs> when Taco dunks, he literally it's like a little hippity hop. <laughs> it's so funny to watch. You know what is really but, uh, interesting? Um, playoff comeback. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, July thirtieth, I think. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but um, yeah, uh, yeah, they're actually doing it. July but 30. one thing that they actually, one interesting point they actually said about this was, um, they allow players to not play. Yeah, as Very they should, as they should. That's is perfect. I um, actually do agree with that. So, uh, what? Im- so, okay, so Hamant, you think that whoever the champion of this this season is, that there's not going to be an asterisk next to their next to their. Uh, Championship. No, I, I, yeah, I don't believe that there will be an asterisk because no, Hamad, most Hamad. people are in the same situation. Most, not everyone. Okay, but yeah, yeah. if a lot of people sit out, it really depends on who's really going to sit out. Think that they, well, Raquel, Raquel, faced all the. Here's the here's the thing. Here's the, the, the thing, right? Here's the thing. If certain players, let's say, for example, um, let's see, Anthony Davis chooses to sit out. Giant, okay. pl- big players like that. I can't deny. There's definitely going to be an asterisk for that. But if a bunch of a bunch of like play, role players, like let's say Rondo, I know Rondo's pretty like decently valuable for the Lakers, but come on now, that's not going to make that big of a difference if Rondo sits out because I mean, of the virus. Does. What if you have like a so, what if you have a solid? But role we don't know. Out? We don't know who's sitting out. A solid now now solid role players. That's a different story. But then again, isn't that like any other? Isn't that like an asterisk where any other player would get injured? Such as like Chris Paul getting injured in the 2018 Western Conference Finals. But these players know, have the choice. We don't know how many people are going to sit out. We don't know how many people are going to sit out. We don't. Now let's say no. let's say for example, um, a bunch of role players on the Lakers and the Clippers are going to sit out. Would you guys say there's yeah. an asterisk on that? Yeah. 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 If, <laughs> if okay, a bunch of, now um, they have to adapt. Come on, we both know that um the Nets and the Lakers are both going to the playoffs, right? So, uh, do yeah. you think that the Nets had the same amount of like the same amount of proper training that the Lakers have? It... Possibly, but we I don't mean, of know course that. we know that. You know, New York, New Maybe. York being way more dense than um. Uh, I mean, L.A. for sure. New York has so many cases. Yeah, but once again, you got to think about it. These guys aren't training at like Rutgers <laughs> Park or something. They have their own facilities where they're just gonna they're just gonna chill and no one's. What did you say? Wait, 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 what did you say? Rutgers Park. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. Okay, but the, uh, I understand. I understand. They don't have access to. The I understand team. the sitting out aspect, right? Certain teams could have very important players sitting out, but I think if it's like minuscule level players, like I don't know, uh, Isaiah Hartenstein, for how example, do you know if these players are going to have a big impact in the playoffs, though? Yeah. Well, you, can, you can't just say because they did bad. You can just say they did bad. I know, I know for sure. Always one I know for sure that Isaiah Hartenstein. Wow, that guy showed up. What was that? 
I'm just saying you can't just say because that person played bad like regularly. They're never gonna like well, pop well, out. I, I can I can tell you for sure. A uh, player like Isaiah Hardenstein will have no impact on the playoffs hey, for man. the Rockets. Um, <laughs> I mean, you you said that Rondo will have a small impact, but if if you think about it, Rondo's a great passer. Rondo is an amazing passer, but come, like, you know, like he can barely like I know I. You're just saying he player. can be he easily barely stretch the floor. I mean, he he improved. Yeah, I'm saying he can be replaced by. I don't know Reggie Jackson or like. Oh, by the way, kind of off topic, but do you think Jamal JR, Crawford? Uh, I want to see Jamal uh, Crawford get Jamal signed. Crawford. Do you think they'll be fine? Well, oh my God, Dude, Crawford dropped fifty in his so, last game uh, in the NBA, and no one signed him. Wait, is Crawford's a shooting guard? guard, a point guard? What is he? He's a shooting guard. Yeah. Well, shooting guard. Com- how do you drop fifty? How do you, how do you become the um, oldest player to drop so fifty and no one signs you? <laughs> I mean, uh, I feel like um, uh, Nets obviously don't have Kyrie and uh, KD. Um, but I don't I think see some team signing. should sign him. I don't him. think the Nets care about this season. If yeah. some um, some contenders probably should, just in case. Maybe the maybe the Suns. Maybe the he Suns. played for the he played for the Suns. Oh yeah, last here's season. also something else interesting. Here's this Man. interesting. The case. Suns always mess stuff up, dude. I mean, he probably, he probably, Jamal Crawford's for you. He's probably not that important for their future. I don't think they lost much mm-hmm. of that. I definitely think a contender should sign mm-hmm. him, though, just in case, you know, especially with yeah. this situation mm-hmm. at hand. Like, I saw an interesting post the other day where um, Nate Robinson actually made a post saying um, he, he basically put up the tweet about players choosing whether they want to play or not. And below that, in the caption, he put, I'm waiting for my phone to ring. <laughs> Who knows, man? You know what? You know what the Suns should do. Think you know what the Suns should do? Just trade Devin Booker to the Timberwolves. <laughs> it's over. Right. That's good, right? Uh, you get back what? the whole tim- the whole tim- the, get the whole Timberwolves. That's a whole another podcast topic. That's an interesting topic. We should talk about it soon. The whole Timberwolves yeah. roster, except for D'Lo and Cat. Yeah, facts. Oh, yeah. Your okay, team. one thing. They're- I saw, uh, uh, I saw some Bleacher Report like just a few minutes ago. A significant number of players were disappointed that they couldn't uh-huh. vote on the NBA restart. A significant. That would. It says 150 players have organized the call to unify their stance. That'd be Mm. be interesting, like here. Yeah. Are you talking about the the players? Not the players. Not the fans. I was like. I mean, yeah, because they would have a significant impact on the decision, right? I bet most of them are going to say we don't want to play. Yeah. But then a lot of people are like, "Wait, we're paying them, right?" So kind of need to entertain we kind of need a revenue back we you know so just yeah. exactly tricky situation yeah it'll make well who knows man yeah. only only time will tell whether this season will yeah. actually have an asterisk or not i mean I'm, i know there's a high chance that there will i be. mean i heard they're using 2k <laughs> audience whenever they cut to david aldridge just <laughs> <laughs> wasn't, that, wasn't that a rumor wasn't that a rumor no i think it's i think they should do that there what do you want to hear they're squeaking shoes no no, no i think it's no. Whenever uh, LeBron gets the ball, it's going to be like, okay, Che with the ball. I've always wanted to hear players mic'd up. I've always wanted to hear <laughs> with the ball. Che brings up the ball. They're going to they're gonna gonna skip in, um, him. David Aldridge. People at home just going to be pressing X on their controller. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, DA. <laughs> right. I want to move on to the thing that I've, me and Vikram have been Not looking really. forward Close to. Up, maybe. Um, <laughs> uh, 96 Bulls Are we good on time? 17 Warriors Are we good on time? 
Uh, we probably are. I think so. Yeah, let's I just think go. So. We're good. Yeah, keep going. 96 Bulls versus 17 Warriors. 2017 Warriors. Cupcake League. Interesting. So no hand-checking or what Hamant would say, pussy fouls. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Three-second rules. Three-second three second second rules. rules. Zone uh, defense is more viable nowadays. So Is more <laughs> allow- is allowed. Zone defense is, yeah. And yeah. Um, so me and Raquel will be taking the side of the 96 Bulls. Uh-huh. And they will be and taking the 2017 Warriors. Yeah. All right. So, uh, we'll let you guys... Oh, oh by the way, by the way, mm-hmm. this isn't one game. This is a best of seven. Best of seven, right. yeah. Before you start yeah. off. We'll let you guys go ahead. I just want to say... Um, <laughs> this is going to be interesting. Curry, Katie, Clay, and Dre. Look at Curry, man. We get it. Okay. Look at Curry, man. (laughs) All right. First of all, uh, we're talking about the Cupcake League, right? So, no handshaking, no pussy fouls. The 96 Bulls were significantly known for their defense, right? So, a lot of that um, will be minuscule in a way because – No handshaking. And a lot of their plays that um, Phil Jackson did create were based on more post-offense. Right, so now okay, but, but yeah. No, wait, wait, wait. Let, let, me, let, you let him go on. Go on. Be- okay, let him keep talking. Let him keep talking. Rakil, let him finish. I'll let you finish. With, with okay, yeah, let him finish. With a lot of their plays being more relied on, you know, the post. I mean, they're going to be, I guess, in a way, confused in a way of how um the Warriors are designed to play. Right, um, I get how the Warriors are in a lower end for defense, but their offense is just off the scale for the amount of threes they can make. Um, the plays, the um, more modern plays that they they made because if you think about it, right? Each team in different eras are adapted to the rules, and the Warriors were the most adapted. They were the okay. prime time. They're like the face of the cupcake <laughs> league. It, that sounds bad. It does sound bad. <laughs> but like, for record, for the record, none of us are old heads. Yeah. We do like the modern NBA. Okay, <laughs> keep yes. going. Keep but, going. Okay. I, it, with them being extremely adapted to the rules, ex- like with them just using the rules, the cupcake league rules, as their advantage to, with their abilities of relying on these three point shooting, right? Their offense would be off the roof compared to the Bulls. I get how their defense will be lacking, but um, with um, in a way, <laughs> I just think they're with their extreme offense. I just think the 17 Warriors will win. For sure. No. Um, okay. I kinda points, a, the offense. I kind of have a. I feel. I feel like we should do like. Oh, yeah, says a point, okay, then yeah. you guys say a point, then I'll say a point. Come on, you say a point. Then we'll say a point again. All right, Raquel, go ahead. So, I, I, okay. The thing is, we. I'm assuming that the Bulls are gonna adapt to the modern day play style of shooting more threes, right? Which means spacing, I'm guessing. And uh, that's exactly the point I wanted to go to. So MJ with, with spacing, spacing would be OP. Unstoppable. I don't, I, with MJ with spacing, because if you think about it, teams knew MJ was going to attack the paint and shoot mid-range shots. So, which is why they would, you know, they would tailor their defense to, you know, to MJ. AKA but with spacing, MJ would, you know, it would just, the offense would be way better than it was before. He'd have a lot more spacing, take a lot more. And, man, Jordan with spacing, like, I wouldn't be surprised if he went ahead and averaged 40 points a game. I'm not even yeah. exaggerating with that. 
If defenses, if the if the mid range area and the paint is more open for Jordan to fly to the rim, utterly destroy the rim. I'm sorry, Draymond. Draymond is getting yeah. pressurized at least five times that entire series. I'm glad we're on the same page, Juan. <laughs> Thank you. But we didn't re- we didn't really plan this out. We just kind of researched on our own. <laughs> so um, I do have another point, but uh, I I'll let Vikram talk for now. What do you think about Jordan? What do you guys? Think you about can't Jordan deny Jordan's gonna be dominant. Game? Like we can't, think, we cannot I, deny that. Yeah. Literally, um, I'm gonna list off some stats from the '96 <laughs> Bulls and the '17 Warriors. Average thirty point four points. Oh no! Like, I, you can't combat that. Like, I, I have to, I have to agree with that. But then his second, the second leading scorer, Pippen, averaged nineteen point four points per game, followed by Kukoc with thirteen point one points per game. Now go to the Warriors. Curry averaged 25.3 points per game. Durant averaged 25.1 points per game. Clay averaged 22.3 points per game. And Draymond averaged 10.2 points per game, along with solid rebounding numbers. So going off of what Vipple was saying earlier, like, that offense is just, like, unprecedented. Like, I don't see, like, what defense could combat that. Like, you have Durant. He's one of the most versatile offensive scorers, like, ever. Like, Rikil, you had him in your top ten, so, like, I, don't yeah. know. I just feel like their offensive capability combined would just be too much for the Bulls to handle. Um, they average the team itself averaged 115.9 points per game compared to the Bulls 105.2 well, points well, per game. That that that, that I, I get that has to do with like spacing in the air, but you still can't deny like there, that's a, a ten point difference. That's true. That's true. Okay, but we're saying well, they're in the same league in this one, right? The Cupcake League, so their pace has to be adjusted. I, yeah, I get that, but the war- the Warriors would still have the edge over them. I feel. Yeah. I okay. So here's okay. So it's my turn, right? Okay. Mm, go I'll go ahead. So here's the thing: uh, the Warriors, for sure, on offense, they take out the Bulls any day. I'm not gonna deny that. Jordan, Jordan will dominate that series, but mm-hmm. him alone is not better than the Warriors' offense. But here's where it comes in: I think the Bulls' defense is enough to stop the Warriors. Why? Even if hand checking is not allowed. They still have two of the greatest perimeter defenders of all time in Jordan and Scottie Pippen. Put them on, put Jordan on, um, put Jordan on Curry, and uh, put... <laughs> actually no, Jordan doesn't even need to be on Curry. Put Pippen on Durant first of all, right? Yeah, Durant's not shooting. Durant's For sure, shooting a three Pippen on Curry. Yeah, series with Pippen on his ass, and that's um, a cap. You know why? You know why? You know why? Because if you think about it, this new league. You got to be way more. Um, they they rely way more on speed, right? And we all know that ninety six Bulls are nothing matched with the speed of Curry, um, Durant, Clay. You forgot Clay as well, dude, because all of them just keep on moving while they try to shoot around the perimeter. And like, I just think that the offense is just sorry. Your voice, um, the your Bulls voice cannot a match. Cut out there for me. Could you, could you uh, summarize it a bad. little bit? So basically, basically one of the one of the most important plays for the Warriors is, you know, how Curry um runs around the perimeter trying to find an open spot to shoot a three, right? Do you think the Bulls Warriors? Curry's off ball like Curry's off ball play is insane. Yeah, yeah, but here's you see with the agility of uh here's here's uh-huh. my point, right? Go on. So I mentioned how Pippen would climb up Durant. I'm I'm still sure Durant would average a bunch of points. Whip, whip, I don't not... think Pippen's gonna. I don't think he's gonna clip I, up I Durant so. at all. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, Pippen. And, uh, Pippen's one of the best defenders. Now, now know. you might. Now you might think that. Um. Oh, this leaves Curry open, right? Like, who's guarding Curry? Well, here's the thing. 
think go back to 2015. I know this isn't the 2017 Warriors, but you know Curry was still comparable. Uh, I guess a little bit. Curry was a little still a little bit comparable to 2015. Remember when um what was his name? What was the guy on the Cavs that guarded Curry? That oh, Delavadova. Yes, Matthew Delavadova. Now Curry didn't play bad at all that season, <laughs> but that man he he guarded the hell out, he guarded the hell out of Curry, and you know Curry's efficiency did dip. His turnovers went up, and he was having not a, not a bad series per se, but he was having a a slight below average. Yeah, a below average series. And honestly, you got an even better defender than Delvadova on the Bulls to guard Curry. That is, um, you forgot about Clay though. Who's guarding Clay? Yeah, I was, about to, I was about to compare. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, Clay's gonna have fun with Jordan on him. <laughs> no wait, who'd you say is on Curry then? Yeah. Uh, Ron Ron Harper. Yeah, Ron Harper. Ron Harper is an all defensive, all time great defensive point guard. He's really, he's really big. So even when Curry gets inside, he'll he'll have a easy time. I mean, a lot of his defense. I think you're undermining the rules of this league, though. You know, a lot of his defense was would be a defensive foul um, in today's true, league. But he would have to be more mm-hmm. cautious of. And don't forget the the three second rule in this six league. Yeah, you're you're <coughs> relying way more on the Bulls' defense, which would not be as okay, which would so not be as um, strong. Well, this as is it this is the playoffs, right? so a lot of the a lot of the per se uh, weak fouls that would be called in the regular season wouldn't usually be called in the playoffs. Now, I do understand that it's a lot different from the '90s, but when you have all-time great perimeter defenders like that on your team, no matter what era you put them in, I think they will succeed on defense. Maybe not Ron Hunt. I don't think I don't think their perimeter defense. Okay, let's the speed of the let's think about the Warriors' defense too, because we can't deny the Warriors had like you can't say they had bad defense. Clay Thompson is one of like the best defenders we have in our league nowadays. But I I, I do you believe that I don't Clay think no I'm not, I'm not saying Clay can guard Jordan, but I'm just saying, but like I'm just saying you can't like undermine their defense. What are, I can't. What are That's the true. Warriors gonna do to protect the rim? <laughs> yeah, you forget they had they have the goat on their team. They have, okay, to be fair, they have Kevin Looney, right? Ron Looney. He was a good defender Don't himself. Kevin Looney got trucked by Kawhi last season. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys want to talk about their bench? What are, like what are well, the, the Warriors, Warriors gonna do against Tony Kukoc and uh, Steve Kerr? Bench that season? Well, guess what? Steve Kerr's the coach for the Warriors, so he would know. Um. Steve Kerr tricking the Bulls. Not <laughs> gonna right, lie. All right, all right. That that's out of the realm of possibility. We're not. We're not. <laughs> we're not playing by that freaking loophole. Technically okay? speaking, but so they still have big oh, okay, so yeah, What are they gonna do for the about Ku coach and, and Steve Kerr? Yeah, Zaza was pretty nice. Well, yeah, season. one player. Well, what, uh, what uh, to what foul else? people? Yeah, Ooh. Zaza is the definition of like the ninth. The... <laughs> The 90s there's your defense. answer. There's your answer for who's gonna guard their paint. Zaza. Um, Zaza's gonna be crying bro, because Rodman's gonna be talking to him a lot in that game. I'm just saying. Oh, Rodman, 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 Rodman versus Draymond. That would be a Rodman. very, very fun matchup. That's hell lit, bro. Do you, do you guys? One of them is one definitely of them gonna have a play through that game. game. <laughs> <laughs> At least if two of Dray- them are gonna if Draymond fouls out the game, what happens? What happens to the I'm Warriors? telling you. One of, no, somebody's gonna get <laughs> one of them is definitely gonna be sure. <laughs> Something's gonna be said to set one of them off. 
<laughs> but um, okay, let's go. Which we could watch this in like, real life. Let's talk about. Let's say it's game seven. You're down to the fourth quarter. Game's tied. There's a minute left in the game. Who's better in the clutch? Like which team has better? Clutch I don't players? think. I don't think that's a question. Jordan's the probably. He to most people, he's the greatest clutch Jordan. player of all time. I mean, and I, and I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, you guys Curry, Well, his stats do. His stats do uh, diminish during clutch time, as we've seen. He's had clutch moments for sure, but overall, we we know. I mean, you guys see the amount of people that do guard him. Though. Well, he's got Ron Harper on him. I mean, the defensive and, is and also going to be yeah, Kevin Durant, Durant, also, Durant too. Well, he doesn't. I wouldn't necessarily say he. Raquel, I think you're undermining your top seven um, NBA players <laughs> all time right here. Um. We, can you possibly tell me? Can you possibly? I mean, and your I mean, top I'm, ten. I'm defending who's at my number one spot. And the player of all time too. I'm defending who's my number one. Thinking about it though, um, clutch yeah. wise, right, Vikram? I think the Bulls do have an upper yeah. hand in clutch, they of sure course, because of their size. And do you think it would ever go to that? Oh, it's not only size and physicality. They got the mentality too. They got Jordan on their team. I mean the IQ. I think the Warriors mm-hmm. definitely have that. Um, IQ's IQ with IQ's having a way really, better IQ is really a factor with the coach. I'd say, but uh, you can't you can't knock you can't knock Phil Jackson off because if, if Phil Jackson was a great coach and he you know he coached Kobe and Shaq and I understand it's still still a different league, arguably but the greatest Phil coach Jackson of all time. is still a genius like as a coach. He. You know for he's sure he's going to coach in a way that adapts example, to the Warriors um, playstyle. 2000s Lakers, 90s Bulls, and yeah. 2010 Lakers. Three different eras which he has succeeded in, won a championship in. And, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. So I, I don't think that you can use the, the whole, oh, this is a Bulls. They're, they're from the old era. I mean, when he did adapt, when Phil Jackson did adapt, to those different areas, he had different players who already, who he had different players who were from these different areas, right? He didn't have um MJ, right? He couldn't, he didn't have the ability to change a person from these '90s eras, become like yeah, you know, but, the yeah, but, yeah but since we're, since we're putting them, league player that people since are, we're putting them in I'm the cupcake sure. league, we, well, I'm, I'm, we have come to the consensus. That I'm, I'm trying to make that he's, you're trying to we're, make. he's using the same players that he used in '90s yeah, eras yeah, yeah, but, against but these this. players in a different era. You're talking about – okay, I'm just refuting your this point of his exactly ability to adapt because he he's had a, different he's a players. Coach that can like, adapt. Kobe was extremely good for his era. No, sir. Right? He, had Kobe, MJ. he had Kobe back in the 2000s when the pace was at, at its all-time slowest, and he had Kobe in the 2010s when the pace yeah. picked up exponentially. What, what what did that result in? Three championships, early 2000s? I mean, Kobe's prime was during Two the championships, later era. Uh, yeah, but we're not talking how about how he was time. able we're to use them in different ways. Plus, yeah, he, he had the highest efficiency when he used Kobe in plus, that we're, era. We're also, later era. we're also, but but that, you're talking that's, about that's not yeah, what we're talking about we're talking about his, his ability. He, to he had that win. ability to adapt to win because he had different players. That's I mean, what I'm trying to say. but, but we just, but we just repeated that, that he had Kobe for two different eras of basketball. But Kobe's Kobe only had higher efficiency in the later. Well, that's false because Kobe's. The, yeah, but well, they still the got thing. the job done. That's false because Kobe's most efficient when, season was 2006 when, when he didn't have Phil Jackson, and defenses were even slower. <laughs> he actually, he actually, 
I mean, you know, so without Phil Jackson, yeah. right? Yeah, he actually had one of his lesser efficient seasons with Phil Jackson, yet still got the job done. Phil Jackson could probably coach in any era. And there's evidence behind that. He's done it in three different eras. I mean, I don't think he could use and he, NBA yeah. and his team. I don't think he could use like, wait, wait. Now, to be coaching. I feel like one thing we're forgetting to talk about is three-point shooting. Because a three is worth more than a two. Yeah. I mean, he's averaged 27 three-point attempts we're in gonna the 2016-2017 season. That, uh... We also I, – but I did you, mention – Phil Jackson cannot – Phil Jackson cannot create a play for the plays that the Warriors have, the people who, like, literally rely well, on – Well, if Tyron Lue – Well, the 96 Bulls – The 96 Bulls plays, were famous for – If Tyron Lue could create plays for Matthew Delvadova to guard Curry and be effective, I'm sure that the greatest coach of all time, Phil Jackson, could create plays for Ron Harper to be effective. I mean, you got to talk about Curry, like yeah. – <laughs> you really do be disrespectful. I mean, you're just talking about Curry when, like, he didn't have KD. To... Yeah, didn't have KD, but they were they still won 67 games. What? They were they were still exactly. going against a Cavs team without Kyrie or Kevin Love, yet he still and they sweep. And yet, no, they won in six games. Actually, fun fact. I meant I meant the this is, other yeah one, they won the in six one. games there too in 2017. I'm talking about 2018. Well, well this aren't, these aren't the 2018 Warriors. These are the 2017 Warriors. I'm just saying, like, they use the same team and they sweep. Yeah, they swept because LeBron had an even saying. worse team then. <laughs> I mean, like, what? <laughs> yeah. It what, had, like, uh, why why are we bringing this up? <laughs> the 2018 Warriors had nothing to do with, what, what's the with point? this argument. <laughs> but anyways, the point is. I'm just saying that you think you think that Curry can – Curry's efficiency will decrease when they has a when they have a decent defense. I'm saying Ron Harper they don't, will do a that's what you're job, trying to say. and Phil Jackson will adapt to Curry's offense in a way that they they will be able to defend them pretty well, in my opinion. Well, Phil Jackson never seen what a player Steve like Curry, Curry though. as a coach. I mean, okay, I'm talking about. Yes, like... he has. <laughs> Steve Nash. Okay. Steve yes, Steve he Nash. has. Even before, even before. Keep going for kill was it? <laughs> what about Steve Kerr as a coach, though? Never mind. Never like mind. he's seen like how all the Bulls play. He was on that team, here. so you, wouldn't wouldn't he be well, able wouldn't yeah, he be able to again, adapt? Again, we could use the same argument. Once again, yeah. that loophole is kind of is kind of. Uh, well, you're using Phil Jackson as a I mean, loophole too. I think he's adaptable. What? But we're not, because <laughs> there's there's evidence that Phil Jackson. I mean, we have did, evidence did, too did, that Steve Kerr knows how Steve Kerr and the Bulls play. Come on now, you can't. You can't possibly use that's that. That's not. You can't possibly <laughs> use that as a. As you can't. Okay, use we're that using. Okay, like that means we're using Phil we're Jackson. Using facts we're using Phil Jackson. Jackson. No, 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 we're no, using no. Phil Jackson. We Wait, we're like, using uh, Phil Jackson Phil... as he has no idea. Like, he never coached a Lakers team before, right? He's just adapting right now. Wait, no. He no, knows no, the rules no. and everything for the Cupcake League, but he never adapted to the like. He never had that experience. Sorry, guys, for all like the interruptions and all that we're having like a lot of technical difficulties um <laughs> especially with this app i don't know with the internet connection all that so if there's like a lot of cuts and all that sorry for the inconvenience um yeah but i feel like we should stop it here um if you enjoyed this video please like share subscribe on your youtube channel uh, on our spotify anchor everything you know it really helps us out with all the support that we're getting again it motivates us to make better more quantity and quality that's all we want. Um, let us know yeah. who you think won the debate as well. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, I just want to say we have JaVale and the Warriors, so it's game over. Sorry, guys. Um, GGKO. <laughs> so I think we already know who won uh, the 17 Warriors. But comment down below any suggestions. I mean, comments, we got MJ something. with spacing, but okay. 
and also comment what you thought of our yeah. top tens list. Uh, we'll be posting that on Instagram. You guys can also roast Rizal all you want in the comments down uh, below. Um, everywhere. You can, also, you can also talk about how Wilt's freaking overrated. At- uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> okay, okay. As long as you comment, yeah, just comment whatever you guys like. Thank you, you guys. I won't, I won't be afraid to talk to you guys in the comments too. So yes, yes. Be prepared because I'm coming. Thank you guys for joining joining <laughs> us. Um, and yeah, have a blessed day. Peace out, guys. Peace, peace. Right, see you guys. See you.